Blog Talk Radio. Dressing up because Kansas City, I think, is technically it's after her birthday, 
but it's technically the last show, I believe. I believe her show is the last. That's her last show in the state, in the states. And then she does one in Canada, right? And I think that's it for her tour. So Kansas City, I think, is the last one. You know, she does for the. I'm I'm ex, I'm excited to see this show. Okay, I've seen more video than enough. Now I'm ready to see it in person. I told you I've seen literally the whole concert. Right? Can't wait to see it in person. I'm not a beehiver, but I'm gonna be a beehiver. I'm a bee swarmer. I'm gonna be a bee swarmer that night. I'm gonna be like Gail King. I'm gonna. I might even do a blog like Gail. You know? Oh, what do we wear for the queen? <laughs> now y'all know I ain't calling her the queen, right? <laughs> but I will say, what do we wear for y'all's queen? But it is cute. I got to tell you, the outfit is too cute. I can't wait to put it. I can't wait to wear it. Now, the question I do have is, though, walking, because I got these boots. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, my God, the boots. They're, like, black with shingles and rhinestones. Oh, so cute. I'm going to be cute. I just want to be cute. I don't, I don't even care about Beyonce. I just want to go to dress up and be cute. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. And then I got other. Oh, 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 oh. I forgot to tell you. Okay, sidebar. We'll get back to Beyonce in a minute. Guess who I get to see? I am so excited. One of my favorite singers, Corinne Bailey Ray. I'm going to see Korean Bailey Ray in October. I'm like, yes! yes. Now, I'm trying to decide on Anthony David still, because I've seen Anthony David a couple of times, but I love me some Anthony David. But I'm trying to decide, do I want to go see Anthony David? Because, you know, I got another Maxwell coming up. <laughs> I like Carlotta. Hey, listen, I told y'all. Maybe I got this other Maxwell coming up, because Carlotta coming into town, and I'm going to do... You know, one of my Maxwell friends, and I'm going to do Maxwell because of that. I'm th- I was thinking about not doing it, though. I was like, do I really want to go to the Texas Maxwell? Like, maybe I should just meet her from the, and just go on about my, go on back, go on home that day. You know, go on to get ready for my Beyonce show. You know, I'm still thinking about it. You never know. <laughs> you never know why. Until I buy that ticket. And I haven't decided to buy the ticket yet, right? I'm holding up. I'm like, should I buy my, should I be ready for my, but yeah, so it's a lot of concert going. So I'm Anthony David, who is just fire, okay? If y'all ain't never seen Anthony David in concert, that boy bad, okay? Cold, okay? He is cold, right? And then, um, oh my God, Kareem Bakley, right? It just opens my heart. It brings me so much joy. I cannot wait to see Corinne Bailey Ray, okay? Oh, y'all know, okay? Um, that is, like, she's one of my favorites, okay? So I'm so excited to see her, okay? Then, uh, then Beyonce. Okay, let's back to Beyonce. So, so I got plenty of concerts. I get to, you know, be my fashionista self. I get to fashion it up. And I was like, oh, how do I do my hair for Beyonce? So I thought about wearing blonde, you know, doing a blonde, doing the Beyonce beauty. But that's not, that's too much. <laughs> I don't know. I might still do it. I don't know. But if it does, it's going to be like the curly, like braids and curls all over. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. I'm going to be cute. I am so excited about this. I am so excited about Beyonce because this outfit is special. I feel like I am a swarmer. I am feeling the swarm. I'm like, 
And you know what's the funny thing? You know, like I like I'm going trick or treating with y'all. I decided to I'm gonna have my I'm gonna be I'm gonna be trick or treat <laughs> for the evil candy lady. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there with my evil trick and my trick or treat outfit on. <laughs> Beyonce, I'm coming. Beyonce, listen. You know, Beyonce is a love hate thing with for me. Okay, I love her and I hate her. It's, it's I don't know. I wouldn't say hate. Hate is a strong word. I just love dislike. Strongly dislike. You know what I'm saying? Love, strongly dislike. And I'm pretty sure I have, I'll say something on the show because I got a segment about her, a couple of stories about her, and I'm sure it's dislike in there. But I am so excited about dressing up as a high, as a swarmer. You know, like y'all have been dressing. I've been, I said, when, this, when in Rome, do as the Romans. When in the swarm, do as the swarmers. <laughs> My girlfriend was like, you know you like her. You know you like her ass. I was like, you know, I used to be a big, no, I used to be a big beehiver, like like in back in the B-Day phase, like B-Day, like B-Day. That was probably it. After B-Day, I was like, eh. But, I, and I thought it was getting more contrived after B-Day. I thought I was like, oh, God, what's going on? Like when, it, when, when Sasha Fierce came, I was like, oh, this is getting now, this is getting a little, she's doing too much. You know, but I am excited. I said I'm going to experience it because I need to experience it as a swarmer to talk to y'all about it, okay? I'm going to experience it like a true swarmer. I got my cowboy hat, you know, scorpion touch with black, silver shingles hanging down, you know, like a lampshade or something. Y'all, you know how y'all doing out here in these streets for Beyonce? And I got this beautiful metallic silver dress. It is so, it's a top with a skirt and a top. And it's, oh, my God, it's so cute. It's got rhinestone crosses, you know, because we got to have the crosses, you know, just in case. I mean, we are going into, we, you know, it's a lot of symbolism and shit at a Beyonce show. <laughs> I got to protect my energy. <laughs> I might even have me a, maybe I need to have me a stone, a stone of protection, you know, so I won't come out there like, you won't break myself. You know what I'm saying? I won't come out there like being hypnotized or something. I won't be posting horses and shit on my <laughs> posting horses and shit on my on my page and be like oh, I won't be on there going, Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. I've seen people do this. This is I'm really I don't know what's happening. I, it's kinda scary. So I have to protect my energy. But I do. I did everything like a touch. Okay, so I got my touch. Here's what I'm doing. I got my cute little black boots. They so cute. They cute, cute, cute. Cowboy boot boots. I got the boy hat, right? You know, all, both black, right? Silver and black, and my outfit silver black and like a silver black rhinestone. It's got rhinestones, the symbolism of rhinestones. Oh my god, it's so cute. And then, you know, I put a touch because Beyonce's witchy. And you know what? I'm a Scorpio, okay? And my favorite animal. I collect, everybody knows, my, oh, God, I hate to tell people this, too. When I tell people this, people be like, I knew you was witchy. No, it's not I'm witchy. I actually believe, I don't see the owl has a cult figurine. The owl is God's animal, okay? And I love owls, partly because owls don't sleep, and sometimes I don't either. I feel like I'm part owl, <laughs> and I feel a kinship to the owl, right? So I have these little owl earrings, like rhinestone owls, Rhinestone owl bracelet. Okay, so I'm gonna be very swarmish. <laughs> I can't wait for y'all to see it. I can't wait to. I 
can't wait for y'all to see. I'm going to dress up. Y'all know I, I like to dress up. And it's sexy, too. It's a sexy outfit. It's sexy. It's cute. It's hot mommish. It's a mini, like a mini skirt rise. Oh, my God, it's cute. And I looked at the other day. And I, you know, listen, I be telling y'all, you know, I be telling y'all, I, I like certain, there's certain parts of my body I really love, you know. Like, there's certain parts I don't, right? I'm working on it. But I love, you know, my, I tell y'all here, I love my boobs and I love my ass. My ass is just like, I love them. It's in my hips. And this skirt just does it. This outfit just does it all. It just brings it all out. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. I am going to the Swarm. God bless. I'm going to the Swarm event looking renaissance. I'm going to be very renaissance. Renaissance-like. I'm excited. I decided to dress up. And my friend is like giddy. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and then my other friend says, Heffa, don't come back. Make sure you're okay. Don't come back here. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't that's not happening. I got the ear. I'm gonna have some earplugs unlocked for you on, on break, for the cult song. Break myself. Mhm. I know when the cult song's coming up. Okay, but as a blogger, I feel it's my duty, a pop blogger, podcaster. To give you the swarm, to 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 become the swarm, so I can experience it from the swarm energetic field, okay, with certain sets of protection around me. <laughs> no, no, that's real. That's for real. But I'm excited. Yes. Now I am not going to the one in Dallas. I did not choose Dallas. I chose my hometown because you know. I get to, I love it when I can see my family <laughs> and my friends, so yeah. But also, um, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun in my hometown, you know. And plus, it's the last one, okay? You know, I'm excited. I don't think Beyonce's been to Kansas City like ever, or in years maybe. I don't think I've ever remember. I've always seen Beyonce out of town. I've never seen Beyonce in Kansas, even in the earliest when I in the earliest days when I saw Beyonce when she was a teenager. I, it was a Boys to Men concert. They opened up for Boys to Men. I remember it was Maya, Destiny's Child, and uh, what's the people? The Next, Next group. It was Next at that time. And I was a boy. I'm a big, huge Boys to Men fan too. See, y'all think it was just it's Maxwell. I used to go to. Boy, I used to make my friends go to Boys to Men shows. I love Boys to Men. We go. I travel to see Boys to Men. I'm like that about Boys to Men and New Edition. Okay, it's not Max. It's Maxwell. Y'all like, uh, uh-uh, uh, nah, Carlotta. <laughs> No, my girlfriend would tell you, no, she she loved her some boys and men. She loves her some boys and men, like at New Edition. Facts. It's true. I was boy I was boys and men back in the day I was a boy I was in boys and men like fan club. I was a serious boys and men. Y'all believe me. True. And you know I'm a serious new edition person. I don't really have to say that. <laughs> I'm an any for life, and I'm proud to be so. But, you know, that's the connection, new edition and boys and men, because one of new edition discovered boys and men, so of course I'm gonna love boys and men, right? So that's true. Yes, yes. It's I. I really. I will travel to. I, back in the day, I would travel to see Boyz Men in its original form. I still like Boyz Men, but not. You know, I miss Mike. Mike. I like them all together. If they had a reunion today, I would be there. <laughs> I freaking tell you. They can tell you that I love Boys to Men. So I would travel. So I went to, I think I went on the East Coast. A couple of times I saw Boys to Men on the East Coast. But once I went to the East Coast to see Boys to Men because Destiny's Child was opening. They were young. They were just started. 
I think writing on the wall had just come out. Uh, it was right after the no, 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 the Wycliffe days. No, no, no. Y'all remember that? No, when you be when you saying yes, 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 or whatever. That that album. It was right after that album. It was writing on the wall. It just came out. And I remember me and my girlfriend. They came out, and they was talking about they was young. And we was like, no, nah, them little girls. They, they can't not be no sick. Because we was about 20, probably about 20, 21 or something like that. 22 maybe. I don't know. But we was like, they can't be. These, they can't be. These can't be no kids. <laughs> Because especially Beyonce, we could not believe. Because Beyonce was much taller and thicker back then, and so it was just like when you saw her, she looked like a little, she looked like an Amazon in person to me because she was so tall and um, very had a lot of body. So I just couldn't believe that she was like seventeen or eighteen. I was like, come on! <laughs> I think that was like this. It was like her, she was probably 17, 18 or something. Maybe a little bit older, maybe. I don't know. It was a trip because we, we had to be about 20. We was in our 20s. Maybe I'd say 20, from 22 to 25 maybe at that time. I don't know. <laughs> it was such a long time ago. But, yeah, so I've been seeing Beyonce that long. I've seen a number of Destiny Child tours. I think I've seen all the Destiny Child tours and all the major Beyonce tours. See, it looks like I'm a Beyonce fan, right? But I'm a pop culture fan too, right? So even if I when I didn't like Beyonce, I was going to the shows. Or Beyonce was at when she, Beyonce was at Essence Fest. I I'd happened to be you know she be there, <laughs> right or something like that. And I saw I mean I saw a lot of Essence Fest. I think I saw big things that a lot. Yeah. So yeah, no. So I saw it's quite a bit of Beyonce. I've seen a lot of Beyonce. So that's why I know has when a performer she's not performing at her level that she should be performing. I still say I've seen you all videos. It looks like she's dancing a lot more, a lot has she a lot better. Okay? But I still say it's not Beyonce like. I still say it's a lot of sitting. <laughs> a lot of people dancing around her and she does a little twist here and there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm excited to see the like I said, I'm excited to see the visuals. I'm gonna swarm for the visuals. I'm going to dress up for the visuals <laughs> and some pictures. <laughs> but I can't wait for y'all to see it, okay? So cute. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it, okay? I'm not no swarmer. I'm just going to be out there, you know, and when in Rome, do as the Romans. <laughs> it is what it is, okay? All right, so what else I got to talk about? I told y'all about my Korean Bailey Ray. Okay, then I'm trying to decide about Maxwell. Are we talking about, oh, Tom Joyner Cruise came out. Maxwell, you better hurry up and National Cruise. Listen here, I know black folks, okay? Good thing you're in National Cruise first. <laughs> Good thing. But I forgot Tom Joyner was still having cruises, right? And Tom Joyner's cruise, you know Tom. Tommy doing that. Tom got like Drew Hill. It's a whole bunch of people on Tom's Range Cruise. It's a lot. I mean, it's a party over there. Okay, they, you know they gonna be partying. <laughs> Tom's Range Cruise there. That's about, I'm, I have grown people that want. I've never been on Tom's Range. I I always wanted to go back in the day. I never went. I had people I know went on them, and they be like, "Girl, that that you ain't seen no ish like that." <laughs> Like when he was on the air, like in the early days, like early Tom Cruise, Tom Joyner Cruise days. Oh my God, people used to come back and say, "Girl, you should have." 
Hey, my friends be like, girl, that boat, we, girl, girl, we did too much. <laughs> Maxwell looks like he's the classy boat. You know, like he's going to have the classy <laughs> and the Cinderella ball. <laughs> Tom, they're like, they ain't kicking. <laughs> Tom, here ain't kicking up here. It's going to be a whole party here, Tom. <laughs> so I'm like, now I'm like, ooh. Maybe it's just like, say, why would he put a Tom Joy to Christmas? But I am fascinated by the Cinderella ball. So I don't know. What should I do? Do I go to the Cinderella ball? Because you know it's going to be the Cinderella ball with some couples sprinkled in between, right, because it's Valentine's Day. Cinderella ball with some couples sprinkled in in between, and I want to see Robert Glasper. Everybody else on that on that boat except the Sabrina girl, who I like but not enough to care, uh, I've seen a lot. I've seen before. Except for Robert Glasper, so I'm excited about Robert Glasper if I go to that. But Tom Joyner over here, what am I gonna get? Let me look. Let me look. Am I am I am I causing competition? Maybe, but it's fun. Maybe he'll announce more people. Okay, let's see. Uh, Tom Joyner Cruz has. Uh, let's see. Let's see what we have happen. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's Buster Rhymes. AJ Calloway's gonna be in. Like, oh, uh, oh, uh, Ralph. Oh, Ralph. You know, Ralph has been new edition. They are gonna have a gospel explosion. Oh, Tom know how to get black people right. <laughs> It just looking like my age group looking good. <laughs> Wait a minute. They got AJ Callaway. What who's that? Who else they got? Okay, that's the day three. They got who you got? Okay, Ralph, Miss Lauren Hill. Oh, Lauren, Lauren, you know Lauren gonna be out there? Okay. Okay, and you know Tom know how to theme his nights and shit. Sugar Hill Gang, uh-oh, uh-oh, a Kumo D, oh, wait a minute, DJ Kumo, oh, wait a minute, that's old school, Mr. Chief. Child, Big Daddy Kane, Yin Yang Twins, and I never was in the Yin Yang Twins. Furious Five, oh, yeah, this is a party. This is an old school party. Tom know how to do it up. Tom know how to get our attention. Day four, who's day four, Tom? Tom, four. Tom got, what do you got? What do you got? What the, what's going on, Tom? Keep it to Went to the Cayman Islands. Oh, they got interviews and stuff like that. Cause you know Tom them. They took Drew Hill. Oh, oh, this is gonna be real good. Oh, oh, and they be you know they theme they say he know how to theme his stuff. Yes, the Isley Brothers. Be-
who don't want the same country. <laughs> they, they know how to party. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that seems like my crowd right here. Oh, my goodness. Wait, baby, baby. Uh, I don't know. Oh, no. Tom looked like he having a party. They said, the, and they said in 2023, baby, it was sold out, okay? Tom looked like he having a party. Tom is having a party. I'm excited. Do I go to the Cinderella ball or do I go kick it with my people? <laughs> they look like they're kicking it. <laughs> Maxwell looks all sweet and stuff. It's going to be a cute little Valentine's. You know, because it's going to be people probably, you know, like getting pregnant. You know, because it's like a lot of romantic people. It's, you know, music so child. Sabrina, Sabrina Claudia. What's the Claudio? Gladys. <laughs> Leela James, uh, who else? Robert Glasper is certainly a sale. I, I want. That's what I only want. I really want to see. And then Maxwell performs twice, right? Yeah, like Carlotta, do you really care? <laughs> I don't know what I should do. When is Tom's uh, uh, thing? His is oh god, and they even start doing it back closer to May. Oh, like his is Saturday, April twenty seventh to May the fourth. Mm, I don't know. Choices, choices. Maxwell, you better hurry up and start announcing something. I think, you know, again, this is the Cinderella ball. Be so, so the single girls is going to fill it up, right? So I don't know. Should I go? Because I'm nosy. I like the Cinderella ball stuff because, you know, I want to see the Cinderella ball. But then again, I'm calling it the Cinderella. He should just have a Cinderella night. <laughs> Everybody wear their glass slippers. And somebody leave one. <laughs> Maxwell had the Cinderella ball on your ship. That's what you need to have. The heavens going to come all out, okay? Uh, yeah, I don't know. The Tom Joyner cruise seems like a vibe. <laughs> oh, God. What do I do? Where does life take? I don't know. I'm going to have to make a choice. Because, you know, when I looked up Maxwell, it kind of looked like it was, get, you know, like it was doing something. Like it was getting kind of full and stuff like that. I'm not sure because it's kind of hard to tell. It looks like it's 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 doing it's selling pretty good. But they got enough people for me. They ain't telling me no more people. Like I feel like his is going to be just a cute little romantic, fun little vibe and the Cinderella ball. Like I said, my personal take on this, the Cinderella ball. You know, which is gonna be it's gonna be couples coming there to get listen to lots of romantic music and Maxwell thing and and then you know whatever going about their business. It's the very classy upscale people, and then there's going to be uh, you know the Cinderella ball single girls from ages 25 and down <laughs> trying to be the be trying to be this Rivera in the house. I don't know. What do I do? What does what does Bona Bear do? Does she go kick it? Or does she go peace out? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> Who knows? But I've always wanted to go on the Tom Joyner Cruise. Like Tom Joyner Cruise has been my dream because over the years I've heard so much ish about the Tom Joyner Cruise. I remember just being in Back in the days, just be a hating people telling me about. It. I'm like, what y'all did? What? <laughs> and what's cool about Tom Joyner? 
let me just say this because he knows he gets it. Okay, black you get, but he gets black people. You got to you got to sell your shit, for black people. Because black people, now the hotty toddy crowd is gonna come probably from Maxwell. Maybe a lot of his friends and shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what it's gonna be. <laughs> You know, he got like, you seem like he had an upscale taste, you know. So it, maybe a lot of his, you know, people and stuff, but you got to have a, you got to have things that, that both sold out. Like Tom, you got to, you got to have like, like Tom was like he was having a Mardi Gras night in 2023. Like Maxwell been on the boat. He been on Tom joining cruises as a guest. You know how Max, you know how Tom be doing it? You got to do And Tom be throwing out, the, he throwing out people right away to grab your attention. It's like, oh, it's fire. Oh, man, now he's competing with I don't know. I'm just trying to decide. I have to decide. Cinderella, I'm going to decide. And I'll let y'all know. Am I going to the Cinderella ball, God bless? I don't know. Should I go to Tom Joyner? (laughs) Or maybe neither. Child, decisions, decisions, decisions. Mm -mm -mm. And the way COVID going, I hope y'all still have these cruises because child, they acting like COVID coming back. But don't nobody care. Listen, I personally believe that COVID's here to stay. You're not going to. It's just... Well, and then plus they got a new vaccine. You got to always peep game with pharmaceutical companies. This is Carlotta's one-on-one's opinions, okay? My opinion is pharmaceutical companies get that new vaccination and they need people to go get them booster shots, and so they're trying to up this uh, new variant, okay? So y'all be running out there and shooting up. I'm just telling y'all what it is, okay? I don't believe it's really that deep. I mean, not that doesn't mean that can't stuff, stuff can't happen. You can't get sick or you can't get ill. Yes, take it. You always take the uh, uh, these crazy governments and stuff seriously about stuff. But I believe that's the the kicker is to get people to buy get that booster because the government not paying for that booster and stuff like the booster shots and stuff no more. So you got to pay them out your insurance, baby, and they trying to get that money, okay? Y'all know how they be doing out here? We ain't dumb, all right? So we know <laughs> the uh, the shenanigans that be happening. Child, okay? I mean, just a mess. But, I yes, okay, so the cruises, I hope they pop off, okay? I, I love, I, I want to go on one of them, I don't know. I have to see they like, people like, Carlotta, you know you're going to be up there on Maxwell's. Listen, I do not know. I'm serious. Just because Maxwell doesn't mean I'm there. I've seen him a lot. <laughs> He's going to perform. He's going to do not even. No, you know what? Actually, actually, I, I could see. Okay, I'm, I'm wishful thinking. But I could actually see night coming out with the cruise. Like I can actually see that happening, and you get are people getting a special get a special listen tonight or something on the cruise, and they should for as much money as the shit goes, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Tom Joyner looks like he got a party going on. <laughs> he looks like he got a party going on. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, Maxwell. Y'all look kind of hardy toddy over there. I don't know. I don't know if I do. I don't know which one I want to go. You got to give me some more people. I know you say it's gonna be DJs and stuff, but who? <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> throw it out there. Let us see. He ain't throwing that thing. He, and then he acted like he ain't excited. I told you he just done did one advertisement. He like, mm-mm. He already know, because I think he know. I think he know. He just smiled. The Cinderella's is coming. You know, all the Cinderella's are going to be there. So it's going to be, should be nice. 
Anywho, what's next we need to talk about? It's a word. What is that? It's a word for the week. Well, I saw something, a quote from James Baldwin that I really liked. And I said, this is what I'm going to make. It's a word this week. And we're going to talk about, oh, i got to talk about it in a minute here. Before I get to it's a word, let me talk about it's the six, tomorrow is the 60th anniversary of the March on Washington, right? And the March on Washington, if you know anything about the history of it and everything, it's already already been always been shrouded in some people say the the workings of the March on Washington has always been shrouded in a lot of mysteries and a lot of you know was the March on Washington to stop real revolution within the black community. A lot of people thought that. Uh, back in the day, and I remember, I can't remember the name of this book, but years ago, the guy, one of the guys who used to be on this show, James, who was, James is dope guy, uh, used to talk about a lot of racial, uh, he used to do our racial commentary and talk about racism in America and all that stuff. We had him and Dino used to come on sometimes and do commentary. And one of the things he always used to tell me was about, like, how much stuff, we'd be talking about how much stuff was set up during the Civil Rights Movement. And uh, there's this wonderful uh, thing of Malcolm X talking. Let me, let me, I'm gonna play a little bit of y'all of it for y'all. God, y'all, I have got my allergies. It kicks my butt every time I'm on here. Okay, but um, let me see if I can pull it up. Get you guys. Okay, we're gonna play a little bit of Malcolm X talking about this. Uh, just a little bit of it, and you guys can go. Listen to it in its full entirety. Uh, I put a link up of it on the Carlotta Chat with Facebook page, so you can listen to it if it's pure entire, uh, it's full entirety. But what Malcolm X had to say about the March on Washington, and the reason why I'm bringing it up, kind of from a negative point of view, is because we still see a lot of this today about uh, the liberal agenda controlling our communities, controlling um, uh, controlling our people without. Uh, Giving our uh, giving giving us proper redress for our issues, proper uh, uh, it's it's just with the Democrats a lot of symbolism, and one of the things I say with Black people they have to learn is that we have to learn to not be emotional and not care. We can't like either politics. To me, my personal opinion is we shouldn't like the Democrats as much as we don't like the Republicans. We should have a, 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 a skepticism about them, both groups, immediately. Everybody is not just Donald Trump and them because they give straight-up racism. Everybody is. Just because the Democrats are subtle with their stuff don't mean they ain't dangerous. To me, they're even more dangerous, okay? So to me, we should approach politics as we don't got no friends. I ain't got to be your friend. You ain't got to like me, but you. I need to know what's on the table, what you're going to do for us. And as far as I'm concerned, you're all racist. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if we keep that, we could get so much done in America. If we wasn't looking for these politicians to come and hug and kiss babies and all that stuff, and that's all they do, and talk about the black vote and black this and that, if we could just uh, – they can come and do whatever, kiss their baby and everything, but we have a clear understanding of them. We understand that, you know, y'all really, we understand games y'all play. 
and we ain't. We just want to get our stuff done. We 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 got a, a we got an agenda like y'all, and stop trying to just connect to groups. And so I think we would be better off as a group. But let me play a little bit of this. Uh, let's play some of this. Okay, just a moment. Civil Rights Bill. 
Yeah, that's all I'm gonna play of it. But Malcolm is talking about how the the, the march on Washington tempered some of the real uh, grassroots movements that were happening in the black community. They still do this today. Democratic operatives still do this today. It's still very much done today. Republicans don't have that much influence in the black community, so therefore they don't have to. They don't usually do these type of tactics. But Democrats have, to my personal opinion, do these type of tactics still to this day. <clears throat> now, as far as Dr. King, I think Dr. King was one of the most powerful, intelligent men. On, you know, Malcolm had his issues with Dr. King. I have some issues with some of Dr. King's stuff too. But I don't believe Dr. King under fully understood what was happening sometimes around him, and I think when you look at Dr. King towards the end of his life, much more radical, much more uh, thought, very much different. I think Dr. The, I think Dr. King, the, 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 um, the, the veil had fallen from his eyes. You know, he, I think he was able to see things for what it clearly was. I think he understood what had happened behind him. And I personally believe King was betrayed by some of his close confidants. I don't think it was just the American government that acted in King's uh, <clears throat> death back in those days. I think it was also it took close confidence. That's just my personal opinion. Just my personal opinion. Okay. Uh, but um, because I think King presented a very uh, interesting part. I think after the death of Malcolm, the death of Kennedy, <clears throat> King began to understand some things, I think, very um, pretty much so. And I think that he understood. That's why you see that, that powerful speech he does uh, in Memphis. I may not get to the promised land with you, but uh, I may not get there with you, but I will get to the promised land and everything like that. I think <clears throat> King understood that they were gonna they were gonna to remove him from the movement because King had become uh not just a black figure, but King was starting to cross over where he was becoming sort of like Fred Hampton. Um so poor whites was even now partnering with King, like, you know, with the uh and King has started dealing in more economic based things, okay? Um <clears throat> so I think he had begun to see the picture clear. King King had become a danger like Malcolm. Malcolm to me was the most dangerous thing that ever was. Malcolm's mind was just a whole nother 
<laughs> a whole other world. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But Malcolm understood what was. I think Malcolm was very futuristic and understood what the what the what the plan was from the get go. But King didn't believe that. I think King at first didn't believe. But then I think towards the end, when King was talking to Harry Belafonte, and as Harry Belafonte tells that story, when he always tells that story, <clears throat> and I love it. I was when I heard Farrakhan talk about it, when he says um, he told uh, King, he told. Um, Harry Belafonte had seen Dr. King one day looking very sad after integration or whatever the laws were, I think, had passed for civil rights and everything. He said, uh, he asked King why he was so melancholy or whatever. And he told him, he said, I'm afraid I've, I've integrated my people into a burning house. Well, you, the, that is a powerful uh, <clears throat> quote. That he said, I'm afraid I've integrated my people into a burning house. Now, don't nobody preach it like Farrakhan. Farrakhan gave that burning house speech. That's one of the dopest Farrakhan speeches that, uh, I mean, talks Farrakhan ever had. <laughs> but you got to hear Farrakhan's take on that. But um, but he said, my, we must act as firemen. And put out the fire. And Pericon had a very interesting take and said, "No, nah, you know we don't act as firemen or whatever. You, you, you let uh, you let it burn or whatever." But King often thought of his people as the as Black Americans has the moral consciousness of America, and so that's why he said you have to be firemen and put the fire out. King was a very um, Intelligent person that way. I think he had such problems with Malcolm from the beginning because Malcolm, Malcolm was Malcolm had already saw the future. Uh, <clears throat> people say, who do you think was more prophetic? You know, Malcolm or King? Both, I think, were prophetic, but in different ways. But Malcolm, to me, was very Malcolm was already in the future. Malcolm was already. That's what made Malcolm so dangerous because Malcolm spoke. From the future, King understood it, but I think King didn't really want to say he had hope, you know, that oh, they're not gonna do this. But I think towards the end, King understood. Like, if you hear King's last speech, it's very spiritual because King is sometimes very political in a lot of his um, uh, sermons. But this last one that he does about um, in Memphis. He almost leaves it to the spiritual people because he's saying, hey, I've taken it as far as I can on this platform, but now this fight has got to be done not just from a place of politics and stuff like this, but it's got to be done from a spiritual place. These are I'm calling out the spiritual battles. If you hear that last speech, he almost calls a call to the spirit realm. I, almost, I already thought Malcolm was there. You know, uh, in some ways, uh, 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 some things. I think what King was, King was saying, well, I didn't integrate them into a burning house, but they got to put up a fire. King, King, his hope was that black America would stop the fire from happening in America, would stop the burning down of America. Would stop. King, I felt, always knew what Malcolm knew, but he wanted to have hope where Malcolm was like, nah, we got to nip this thing in the butt right now. We got to teach our people to be self-sufficient. 
we got to teach our people to be this and that. We got to teach our people to do this and that. Stop being emotional. Don't even trust these Democrats over here. Don't trust them. We got to teach our people to, you know, there were so many things. Some of the things I didn't agree with Malcolm with, but uh, in the whole, I, that's what I, when I see the both of them. And so when we see today, I mean, we see just the same thing happening. And I wasn't planning on talking about it right away, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about it. It makes me so sad. Because you know how many times I go in a family dollar, a dollar general? I mean, you know you know what I'm saying? No, really. I'm just, I might go in the dollar general and pick up some, like, uh, little stuff, like, you know, old cleanse or maybe some toothpaste or something like that because I'm, I'm passing by one. You know, they 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 fairly reasonable. I might go in and, <laughs> and my grandparents go to a dollar general that that's right up the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all, that's right up the street from their house and all this stuff like that. You know, a lot of black folks use Dollar General. So that's why y'all saying, Carla, what are you talking about? For some of y'all don't don't know what happened at this dollar, that happened at the uh, Dollar General. Oh, and let me just say this before I get into this story, too. Malcolm X talked about a, young, a, a lady on there uh, when he called out Gloria Richardson. Please, y'all, I put a post on there about Gloria Richardson. She was one of the early civil rights pioneers. I think more people should know about Gloria Richardson and what she done during the civil rights era. So I'm just putting that out there. But, um, but... We're gonna get to let me get back to this. A white man fatally shoots three black people at a Florida store in a hate crime, then kills himself. Jack's okay says Jack a uh, masked white man fatally shot three black people inside a Jacksonville, Florida Dollar General store in a predominantly African American neighborhood on Saturday in an attack where he used a gun painted with a swash sticker, officials said. The shooter who had also post posted racist writings then killed himself. Jacksonville uh, Sheriff T K Waters told a news conference that the attack that left two men and one woman dead was definitely racially motivated. He hated black people, Waters said, after reviewing the man's writings, which were sent to federal law enforcement officials and at least one media outlet shortly before the attack. He Now, how did they go? Listen, <clears throat> he has sent his manifesto out to people and nobody stopped him. <laughs> he added that a gunman acted alone and there's absolutely no evidence the shooter is a part of any larger group. Right. Waters said the shooter, who was in his 20s, used a Glock handgun and an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle with at least one of them painted with a swat sticker. Now, AR-15, when you hear that, no gun control talk will be next. Uh, he was wearing a bullet-resistant vest. He said the shooter had once been involved in a 2016 domestic violence incident and was once involuntary, involuntarily committed to a mental hospital for examination. He did not provide further details on those incidents. Officials didn't immediately release the names of the victims of the shooter. I've seen the names, I think, of some some things already. But it says, um, the sheriff said that the government had left behind his writings evidence that leads investigators to believe that he committed the shooting because it was the fifth anniversary of when the gunman opened fire during a video game tournament in Jacksonville, killing two people before fatally shooting himself. The shooting happened just before 2 p.m. at a Dollar General uh, about three-quarters of a mile from Edwards Waters University, a small historically black college. Now, they said he went to the university first, and a security guard kind of allegedly scared him away 
from that area, and that's when as a coward, as a you know, my grandparents always used to tell me about the you know the the, the back in the south clansmen. Uh, they say it take thirty of them to kill one black man. It take thirty of them, you know what I'm saying? They, I mean, he was probably scared. He probably got that campus and got scared or whatever. I mean, they always just talk about the cowardness of of, of a lot of of these racists okay, out here. Okay. And uh, it's no different today. He was a coward. He went to a soft target, family, the Dollar General, where people in there just picking up their shit. And listen, this has happened a lot of times. There's people at church, older people who going to church on their Sunday, just for some food went in and shot up a church. Remember that little boy, and they gave him Burger King and McDonald's and shit afterwards or whatever they gave him. He shot up all them people in that church. Old people. Mostly, and then you have this fool at the grocery store walking in the grocery store, killing all those people just buying their groceries. And I noticed though, none of them try to go down there to them gang cuz because they they get their ass ran out of. See, like you know, it's soft target picking soft stuff. Dollar General people in there doing their little shot or the day or somebody make this. Them it could have been workers in there. Because a lot of black people work at Dollar Generals. And this ain't no gun control, Democrats. Don't try to pass that shit off. I see y'all having domestic. Y'all already, white people been doing this shit for years. This is pure hate. And what? And I'm going to say this, because I don't want black people to misinterpret what I'm getting ready to say. Because the Democrats, they punk ass. Okay, they've been attaching what here, black America is already a very racist country. They're very angry. Even though this is ours and we, our people bled and died and our people built this country on their backs. The Democrats, because I'm going to talk about this specifically, they have been, that's why, you know, it's like it's when we talk about critical race theory, in America, most of the time, when I grew up in, I grew up in a lot of black schools, they had Black History Month. They talked about black history, not enough that they should be, but they did have segments of black history and stuff like that. The Democrats point out, start adding critical race theory and stuff like that into the schools, not even written by black people. The critical race theory was, isn't even a thing that was set up by black people. But what they did was attach a lot of other shit to uh, like Marxism, uh, 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 LGBTQ, all kind of other stuff attached to 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 thing, and then when somebody denies it, then they say, oh, they 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 denying race in America, and because we as black people sometimes are not polit, not all of us, but a lot of us are not as politically astute as we should be, and we listen to the television. We think sometimes it's an attack against us, and it is. They're attacking us, but they're also attacking a lot of other things that Democrats have attached to, attached to bills and laws and stuff like that. Democrats make black people the face for all of their bullshit. Black Lives Matter was such a falsity out here back in, in not a few years years ago. It was a the quote itself means something and is important, but the organization wasn't shit. Okay, it was collecting money for other democratic propaganda shit, allegedly like LGBTQ, this and that, this and, that. and it makes black people the face of a lot of shit. And America already hate us. 
So we already fight. It's one thing that we can, we fight for our own shit and, for, and equality and stuff, but we ain't fighting for everybody else's shit while everybody else get behind us, way behind us. And we on the front lines. Democrats are putting our face on the front lines of every fucking policy they pass. But they still can. They, they'll pass an Asian hate crime policy. They'll pass a, a, a LGBTQ hate crime. But they won't do nothing for us. But they use us every time to get they shit past race in because race is a real thing. But they'll start attaching other shit. And see, these white folks is already, listen, when we... One thing we know about, black people know about white people, not all white people, but a lot of white people in America, when they feel like they losing their shit, they get violent. Not that we should, that should be happening. I'm not saying there's no excuse for what that fool did over there at Dollar Dollar General and them other fools did. But I'm saying this, they, the the Democrats are suddenly creating, subtly creating more of an atmosphere because it's already an atmosphere of anger and hate out here. Don't get me wrong, okay? We've always, it's always racial tensions in America, even if they're bubbling under the surface or if they're hidden. But they making all this stuff bubble, bubble up to the forefront. And each time they use black America to put it, because we're the only group that votes for them at 90%. We're the only, we the only idiots to go out here and vote for them at 90%. So when people people start putting us in like we already a target, then they start targeting us for the shit, the, the dumb shit the Democrats is doing. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's real. I mean, you, you need to look at some of these white chats and white people and stuff on the Listen, okay? I'm telling y'all. That's why they a dangerous party. I think the Republicans is crazy too, but they dangerous as hell because they pretend to be your friend. And they ain't going to do nothing but get out here and talk about gun stroke when black people are being, we are being targeted. And I think my personal opinion is black people, we need to do, we need to be watching our back. It's just like years ago when they, when they, they pushed that girl, that dude cut that girl on the subway. It was black, white people just coming up, showing up randomly, doing stuff to people and stuff. We are going to have to, listen, just God be a fence. Cause we don't have to protect ourselves. We don't have to start, you know, and see that like the like the people in. I noticed this happened after that Alabama incident happened too, and it was very powerful that it happened in Alabama. And see, there was a background that at if you haven't heard about the incident that happened a couple of weeks ago in Alabama, where the security guard was doing his job, a black security guard was doing his job, and he asked a group of white people to move their boats because a bigger boat was coming in. Here's a chip tip. The crazy thing about the bigger boat was called the Harriet. Like Harriet Tubman, right? They didn't want to move their boat. Now, black people, these white men tried to jump. This black man, this black security guard doing his job. Black people came from every fucking way. Even one swimming across the way, swimming across that stream or whatever to get over and getting out. They was kicking their ass. (laughs) Okay, because the black people were like, we ain't having it no more. But the background about that was that if you heard the background story behind this, there were ladies who had already, because it was, the rumors was that this place that they had built this uh, thing, this port on, used to be a slave port. And just about a couple of hours before, it was ladies there on that port honoring the ancestors 
who had um who had uh you know been traded off and during slave times and stuff on that port in the in the rooms where they had did prayer and they had put flowers on them and all kind of things if you heard about these ladies that had went and prayed a couple of hours before and then that that all that happened that Harriet boat showed <laughs> and the black people started coming from everywhere kicking it. <laughs> I mean, so I feel like that set off some people too. Because it's like, how dare you, you black people in Alabama, uh, you know what I'm saying? So you never, y'all never used to do it. How dare y'all fight back, okay? So this is part of that anger, too, I think, sometimes. So I'm just saying, be just be watchful. Keep an eye open. Churches, start protecting your churches. Soft targets where black people are. You may have to start protecting South Targets. You might have to demand that your places of work be protected. If you are working at Dollar Generals and, and grocery stores and stuff like that, like you may have to demand, hey, you need to put, maybe some of the employees need to have guns. And we don't need to hear Democrats bullshit about guns. So we know these people don't give a damn when they they do, they, they do the killings. And then they uh, uh, the, when people dead, then they start talking about gun control. Criminals don't care nothing about no gun control laws. Okay, so what what we need to do is maybe start to find maybe advocating for our protection at some of these soft targets, and especially for our children at HBCUs. He showed up at an HBCU. That's a soft target too, okay, because a lot of these kids on campus, these babies on campus, they ain't got no guns and stuff, but thank God he had a, it's a security guard to confront them. Daddy felt a little scared and he got his ass back in the car, but he went and killed three more people where it, where it was a soft target. So I'm just saying for us, we got to start being more aware, and we can't afford to be playing these games no more 50 years later with Democrats. We just can't. We can't afford to be their friend no more. And we can't afford to be the black people who advocate and, and down, who all, uh, who Democrat here through, through and through, thick and through. Uh, no, not, you ain't going to, they not, we not going to vote for them without no redress. We're not going to vote for them because they're the lesser of the two evils. Damn that. they actually the evilest of the evil because they, they act like your friends. they the worst. And here we are 60 years after the March on Washington, and we got to watch our backs in the Dollar Generals, in the damn church. I, mean, I shouldn't be saying that, Lord. In the church. <laughs> In the cousin with the church, in the church, we gotta watch ourselves back in the church. We gotta watch ourselves in the grocery in the grocery store. I mean, come the hell on, out of control. This is I'm, I'm, it is really this is it, this is because this is now a situation where we have to us as a group of people. First of all, as Black Americans, we have to we have to set our own political agendas and not allow, allow the Democrats and they black hand and the and their uh, and the black people they handle to set agenda in politics for us. We have to have grassroots movements and we have to make them strong and we have to be able to recognize when people are trying to take them over. I would say to groups like ADOS and FBA, be careful, because I bet they start talking that pretty soon. Okay, they're gonna start trying to take y'all, because y'all some of the the, the the there's been a huge swell movement on the ground. Even if they disagree with each other, dislike each other, there's been a huge smell uh, swell about reparations and all kinds of things, and it is making people hot out in these streets. Okay, 
And then you add on the fact that Democrats is making us the face for everything but our own rights. No, they are. They, they like they. It's like uh, 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 they, they. What they do is put us up front and throw bricks from behind at 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 these situations. They throw, they enact, they but they got black people up front. We the security guards of the Democratic Party, but we weren't meant to be the security guards of the damn Democratic Party. We meant to be the Dr. King wanted us to be the moral compass for the country, and I believe he was right. So we're not supposed to be sitting up here just 90% voting for these motherfuckers and they ain't doing shit. They just sitting up here talking shit and getting celebrities on. I'm really talk shit, don't know shit, interviewing and shit and just talking and then getting mad and stuff and getting angry and stuff they don't understand, don't know. And getting me trying to trying to trying to ice out some dude like Ice Cube because Ice Cube saying I'm not gonna be controlled by the Democratic Party. Damn that. And more other celebrity people are starting to say the same thing. Like I ain't just you know y'all can just not like me. And black people we do ourselves a disservice. And a lot of times you got to check sometimes too because a lot of times. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they was telling me, I just can't stand uh, Donald Trump. I said, why? And he was like, I don't know. I said, he he don't like black people. I said, well, funny. He used to hang with a lot of black people in New York. He used to hang with, like, Al Sharpton. He used to hang with Diddy and all that. They used to come to his parties. I said, now, I mean, I'm sure he was just because they be bringing out stuff that he did when he was in New York. I mean, like, you got people now who hating him. He helped their careers. No, no facts. Oh, I'll name some of y'all. You know who you are. Y'all hate him because y'all controlled by the Democratic Party, but Donald helped a lot of these black people, put them on television on that apprentice, re, uh, reinvigorated their careers. Yeah, they all racist, okay? Donald, I ain't saying Donald ain't no racist and Donald ain't shit. I'm saying we ain't here to play the game for one on one side while white supremacists argue back and forth with each other. We ain't here to play the one side. We here to play to our side. And one thing I do like about Donald Trump is he wanna close down the borders. I'm like, all right, because I that I see that as an issue for black people. I see illegal immigration as an issue for my people. So I'm here to talk what else you got, Dom? I see globalism as an issue. So we so 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 everything so we, and, and the, the Democrats what you got because you've been get, you've been having us for fifty years and you ain't did shit okay so now we got to have either you gonna you gonna show up or you gonna shut up and you gonna go on about your business but we should not be we shouldn't have no dog on like either side unless the only thing is our side. Nah, Democrats, we ain't down for the illegal immigration. We know what y'all trying to do, trying to get in new voters. You don't like being controlled by us, and we haven't controlled you properly. Black people, it's our fault. We have not controlled the Democrats properly. You should have been running a fucking party. They shouldn't have been running us. No way in the world y'all should have used those leaders who was on that phone before Joe Biden got elected with him, 
when they enter, I think it was the Intersect, I forget who that, that magazine that got that, and he was talking about, well, you guys are going to have to pair up. You're no longer the large majority, which I don't believe because there is, listen, Latinos, a lot of people question that being a that being because Latinos are different segments. They're, so you talking about there's Puerto Ricans, you talking about there's Dominicans, you talking about there's Mexico, there's all kind of people. That's not a some people say that's not a race. So we still the largest minority, but you're trying to create another minority so you can fucking fight us. It's not happening. You're trying to do dumb shit. You thinking we dumb. And those leaders who was on the line and let him talk to them like they were children should be ashamed of themselves. They should have said, nah, bitch, we control you. We can shut this shit down tomorrow and you won't get elected. So what you going to do for our people? Keep talking, Biden. That's what somebody should have said. But now they're talking that, oh, yeah, man, we got, we got the child. We've got to, we might got to do what Master Biden told us. Absolutely ridiculous. The black caucus just the dang shit no more. They just gone by the way. And I can't believe anybody would think any black person would think AOC is anywhere in the house for black people. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Some of the dumb shit we are seeing. Okay, we have got to get smarter because it's getting serious for us now. We got mofos walking in grocery fucking stores, and Dollar Generals trying to target us. Why these mofos is going, these motherfuckers, no, I'm going to tell you, these motherfucking Democrats is going to send out that Afro dude and that little other dude with the punch, look like they don't know shit, and send him out time I get your little ass out of the way. We've seen your shit before, okay? We We need people who are serious about changing some things for our community. And right now, the only two, the group, several groups I see doing that is grassroots movements like ADOS, FVA. Uh, ADOS is really the best research one. I ain't going to lie to y'all, okay? That's facts. That's no, that's no offense to nobody else. Y'all should really get together, though. B1 and all them people, like, those, everybody, I'm just saying, those are grassroots movements. And they don't the only ones to me making sense right now. A lot of these other ones, they just, it's just ridiculous. Even, I even, I've even listened to the Blacks of Trump better, okay? Because they, some of, some people, now I ain't talking about the dudes, right? It's always some ignorance. Trust me, listen, somebody was saying the other day, but the problem with Republicans is so many Uncle Toms on the Republican side. I said, there's a lot of Uncle Toms on the Democratic side. I said, these, there's some of these black Democrats that will sell their own race out for the Democratic Party. I said, and there's these Republicans that will sell their own race out for the Republican Party. I said, and but our thing is to uh, stand in the middle and make people shoot their shot at us, and then we decide who we gonna who we gonna endorse, and then don't say nothing about our politics. That's how we should be really in America, but we haven't been that way. It's racist on both sides. I see both of them as racist groups. I see everybody getting that White House as a racist. We. You should never trust a politician when he in the White House. I don't care if he came here and kissed your babies a thousand times and said, I love black people, I love them all day. Now, you show me your love by how you put these policies through. And if you don't show me no love with your policies, then fuck you and your uh, uh, your thing. And you won't get no vote next time. If we acting like that, boy, we'd be bad. But we don't act like that. We act like, when well, they came down there, they were so nice to us. 
Biden mentioned in the speech, he said, black people, you ain't black, you ain't voting for, they use little stuff, the Democrats use little symbolism. Look, Biden, look, Biden hanging out with Beyonce, hey. <laughs> look, Barack is, look, Barack had a party girl, he had, he had Maxwell, he had, uh, he had, uh, uh, a Destiny Child, and I, we don't see uh, Janelle Monet was performing. Who give a fuck? Who give a fuck about them bum asses? Who are you? What's your policy? That's what we need to start saying. This is crazy what we doing now. It's crazy. They no more symbolism for them. We got to get smarter than that on them. Okay? We got to get smarter. And a lot of sometimes you hear in these shade in these places like no offense to the black people from the diaspora. But if you can't get in and get down with us, and then uh, goodbye. We don't really care. I mean, we you can go and up to us. We don't really need that because a lot of y'all, y'all don't understand them like we do. This we understand their asses, okay? So you you if you want to get out here and kiss their ass and, and from Africa and all that stuff, you do what you got to do. If you can't be has a has black Jason Black said black black America black first, then we 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 see no need. There's no need for us to come together. There's no need for pan-Africanism if you're going to be selling us down the river. No need for that. We got enough enemies. We always, we used to the target on our back. We don't need you trying to soften us up. And I'm not talking about, it's not everybody necessarily, because there's some down people in the diaspora who understand the deal. And we understand, and from and from Africa who understand the deal. But there's a lot of people who be coming that don't. Okay? Child, I had to have my rent because that just, that got to me. Three, uh, three, somebody taking somebody's destiny and life force because of the color of their skin. And because he was a coward and he was ignorant. Just sad. Just sad. Okay? All right, so when we come back, y'all, we're going to get into these news in these streets. And this news in these streets. We're going to talk about, uh, what we got to talk about? Oh, Lord. Let me get it up here because, you know, I done ran up to a rant and went off, y'all. Okay, we're going to talk about uh, Trump, about the 14th Amendment and how they're trying to use the 14th Amendment to get Trump off the ballot. Um, uh, we're going to talk about ticket prices for concerts and what they're saying about them. Um, why is that not staying up? Hold on. Okay, and we're gonna talk about um, Kiki. Yeah, we gotta talk about Kiki, and we gotta talk Kiki Palmer, and we gotta talk about ticket. Uh, we talk about ticket price, new COVID shots. We already kind of touched on the COVID shots, okay? So we're gonna talk. We got a lot to talk about. We're gonna talk about Lauren Hill and Fuji's back on tour. Child, we got. We, it's a whole lot of hot topics I got out here to talk about, but I had to get that rent out first because it was just. It's ridiculous. I was so mad when I heard that, okay? Okay, you guys, let's start it off with, let's kick off the night with Fall in Love, Estelle. It's the CC Show. I'll be back in a moment.
or was he overthrowing for Russia? Now, I question whether y'all, some of y'all are, but listen, is that who is you can't prove that that's not that that's a question he's questioning the government and in america you have the right to question your government you have a right to redress you even got a right to bear arms in america and form militias you know the forefathers if you read you know and a lot of people try to interpret these the constitution in a lot of different ways but when you look at the history of European history and the uh, the rebellion of the Boston Tea Party, shaking out the bonds of Great Britain and saying we don't want any more kings and queens, America is steeped in rebellion and revolution. Now, besides slavery, slavery was a hideous is a hideous stain on America's past. But the history of America itself is in rebellion. It's very American. What the American slave did is protesting in the streets, so that's very American. Revolution. What was the first war in America called the America Revolution? Americans are revolution. It's, it's revolutionary. Okay? Black people are very revolutionary to the American. The black people in America itself is a revolution. It's revolutionary. Okay, we, we're very American. Throwing out the bomb, the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, bonds of the segregation and discrimination, and and holding holding uh, uh, America to its its promise that all men are created equal. And while they wrote that, they were holding slaves and stuff like that, and they tried to justify it by saying you had three fifths people and all that stuff. We're very American. Very patriotic. We hold you to your word. Uh, and also, it's very American to protest. The Americans speaking in that. The American Revolution was about them throwing out the bombs and saying, you know what, no taxation without representation. Matter of fact, we don't want no kings and queens. We don't want us to a government where we can't question it. And look at how they set up the kind the right you they give you the right to bear arms and form militia. You know why? Because there was a lack, there was a sense of mistrust about against humans and how the government was formed because they they had a they came from a, 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 a what is Great Britain? It's a um, monarchy. So America didn't want no monarchy, and it gave it it, it arms the citizens. Now, we know that didn't always mean for all citizens, but now because black people don't fought for their constitutional right and we continue to, we're going to make sure it's for, it's for all citizens. You have the right to bear on, right? Because they didn't, have, they didn't have a trust for the government. As a matter of fact, they would probably see the summer, that summer in 2020 when, when, when people were marching in the street and all that stuff, they would see that as very revolutionary. They would even see that Donald Trump questioning the election has revolutionary. Both of those things are very American and very revolutionary. To question, to redress the government, to question the government, very revolutionary. But then the Democrats to sit up here with their punk ass who have been known for you questioning shit, to be saying, 
Uh, well, you can't question the election. You can't question the government. Y'all motherfuckers not questioning George, uh, George W. What in the world? What's up with the kid? Now Donald Trump can't question the election. He can't question his. He can't say his. He thought his election was fine. Crazy. Y'all was even questioning when Donald Trump won. I personally think there's been a lot of elections in American history that have probably been rigged. Okay? So come on. Don't act like y'all above election, a questioning fraud. The Democrats is up here. The elites is using the, the, uh, the Democrats, and they sound ignorant now. When they used to be the radical, they used to be one of the radical groups about them. The far left used to be all about this. That's like the far left don't suddenly like the WikiLeaks no more. And they used to be all about the WikiLeaks. <laughs> it's wild on these streets. Okay, but they say that this parliament argument boils down to sex for three years. Okay, it says advocacy groups have long argued that Trump's behavior after the 2020 election fits this criteria. I don't see how. The argument gained a new life earlier this month when two members of the Conservative Federalist Society, William Bond and Michael Stokes Paulson, endorsed its pages of the Pennsylvania Law Review. <laughs> if the public record is accurate, the case is not even closed. He is no longer eligible to, for the office of president. Since then, two more legal scholars retired, conservative federal judge uh, J. Michael Lilly and Harvard Law Professor Emeritus Lawrence Tribe made the same case in an article published in The Atlantic. Now, here's what I want to say to y'all about conservatives. Again, I am telling y'all that there is no longer, in my personal opinion, a Republican and Democratic Party. They're, They're here in the face, and they give you political theater, and they both have their uh, tentacles in very different uh, policies in society, but they all lead back to the elites, in my personal opinion. And so to me, the fight you're really looking at now is nationalism, globalism. Because you have globalists now who want their, their agendas to go forth. And Donald Trump does not fit that narrative. In America, being acting has its pure, its pure sovereignty that it's been acting in for years does not fit the new idea of the way the globalists want to see the world. Um, not that Donald Trump is the best, okay? I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that there are certain things that he is fighting that you so you have like conservatives like George W. Bush. George W. is a neocon, a neoconservative. George W. is is a globalist. Barack Obama is a Democrat, a liberal, but he's a globalist. Bill Clinton, globalist. George W.'s daddy, globalist. George before he died. Okay, I'm just telling y'all that the 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 that we are we are seeing very different energies right now, and this is and so you will have some conservatives that's going to be against Donald Trump because neoconservatives like Dick Cheney and stuff like that are globalists in a different way. Remember how everybody hated the the the. Oh, the George Bush presidency, and now George W. is a darling. This press controlling the narratives around these people. 
So, yeah, it's very interesting to see now they're going to try to use this. They're using everything in the book they can. And I listen to, I only listen to half of it. I haven't listened to it. Well, I listen to most of it. Tucker Carlson interview with Donald Trump. It is very interesting. A shout-out to Rondell's Popular Opinion. She's another person I listen to on YouTube. I really like her. She's dope. She has a lot of uh, some things the same thing, same thing. Some things I don't agree with, but some, a lot of things that she says I like her, and I listen to Ford on Fame. He's good, too. But I love – she had a talk about um, a, a live video that I loved, and she talked about a lot of this stuff. Rondell's Unpopular Opinion, very good. Uh, but she, But Donald Trump's interview – and listen, I don't mind giving out shout-outs to other people, okay? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm just, you know, it's not that I'm not, it's not that I'm, you know, I, I'm, um, I like other people. And I, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say I like uh, YouTubers and all this. No, I, it's just not my thing. And, you know, it blesses me when I bless other people when I say where stuff comes from. But y'all should watch, so I'm just letting that ass away. But y'all should watch um, that interview. It is very good, and I was I was listening to her, and I planned on watching it. And she talked about it. Very interesting. Some of the questions he asked him about the state of the world, what he believes will happen to him if they can't get any, if they can't do any of this stuff for, to to. Um, let me see. I, let me play a little bit of it. I'm gonna see if I can get it up here, then we'll go on to the, our next uh, thing. But uh, he, it was one of the questions he asked him that I found really interesting. Um, and this, where is it at? Um, look it up here. Let's see if it has some of it. Thing not to show ID because social party you have great people that are Democrats. Most yeah. of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans or right. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to when they make up the Russia, Russia. When that's exposed, uh, he had a life with you know beautiful homes and beautiful everything, and he uh, all of a sudden he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did, but there are those people, there are many people, I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. I think, so? I think the more, the closer you look, I'm not a conspiracy person at all. I believe everything I hear. Uh, but yeah, the, the closer you look into it, I mean, the Attorney General of the United States, your Attorney General, clearly lied about the Epstein death. He was uh, okay. on the election fraud either, okay? He said he did, and he pretended he did, but he didn't. Uh, 
uh, McSwain, the U.S. attorney in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, uh, said Barr, Barr just wouldn't let him do it. It was crazy. Barr became so petrified, so frightened of being impeached. We're going to impeach him. I don't know if you remember it. Yeah. It's not a big moment in history. But they said, we're going to impeach. You know, they play a much rougher game than the left, the lunatics. And they were going to impeach Bill Barr, and he was petrified. Now, how do you not get impeached? Don't do any of this stuff. But he didn't do the job there. Uh, I don't know what he did with Epstein, but possibly he did. Do you think it's possible that Epstein was killed? Oh, sure. It's possible. I, I mean, I don't really believe I think he probably uh, committed suicide. He had a life with, you know, beautiful homes and beautiful everything. And he, uh, all of a sudden, he's incarcerated and not doing very well. I would say that he did. But there are those people. There are many people. I think you're one of them, right? But a lot of people think that he... Uh, he was killed. He knew a lot on a lot of people. He was killed. I think, so? I think the more the closer you look, I'm not a conspiracy person at all. I believe everything I hear. Uh, okay, so he has some clear questions about Jeffrey Epstein, which I thought were fascinating. And he straight up told him, you know, your person lied. I mean, it was, it was, it was, Tucker's not no punk. Now, I don't agree with Tucker. I think Tucker can gaslight about racism in America like most white. Uh, sometimes white white people do, but uh, Tucker is it, it, it's a disservice to you to not listen to Tucker Carlson sometimes because Tucker Carlson has a lot of topics on that people are scared to, to confront or talk about. But um, his violence is, are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why? Okay, now this is the part I thought was interesting. It wasn't well done. It had no cameras. They had no anything. Everybody was sleeping with with COVID. They used COVID to cheat a lot of different things, and we have so much on it. It's like Bush should have gone after, and they did very late to protest by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the Attorney General of the United States, your Attorney General, clearly lied about the Epstein death. Yeah, he was. Why? He was uh, certainly it wasn't well done. They had no cameras. They had no anything. Everybody was sleeping, and you know, there the, a case could be made. Look. I'm not going to get involved in it, but I can tell you a case could be made either way, but uh, it certainly wasn't the most well-run place. So, so the reason I'm asking you is I'm looking at the trajectory since 2015 when you got into politics, yeah. you know, for real, and then one, uh, it started with protests against you, massive protests, right. organized protests by the left, and then it moved to impeachment twice, right. and now indictment. I mean, the next stage is is violence. Are you worried that they're going to try and kill you? Why wouldn't they try and kill you, honestly? Uh, They're savage animals. They are people that are sick, really sick. You have great people in the Democrat Party. You have great people that are Democrats. Most of the people in our country are fantastic, and I'm representing everybody. I'm not just Republicans. I represent everybody. I'm the president of everybody. But I've seen what they do. I've seen the lengths that they go to. When they make up the Russia, 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 when that's exposed and they go down, and Barr should have gone after them, and other people should have gone after And they did very late because the Durham report came out. It was fairly good. It could have been a lot tougher, I guess, but it was fairly good. But it explained how corrupt it was. Uh, I'll tell you who did a great job was the Inspector General Horowitz. He did a phenomenal report. You didn't have to go to Okay, so you saw how uh, – I hope y'all could hear that because I didn't, I didn't have the right thing. Let me, oh, God, I hate, I hope y'all can hear, because I didn't have it on the right um, thing, so I hope y'all heard that with him talking pretty well. But he, he asked him about, he said, you know, 
Now, let me just explain to you why now, they're like, he's talking about the left are horrible people and stuff like that. It's not the left, okay? Because what it is is, like, you know, well, I told you, it's, it's now it's globalism and nationalism fighting. The globalist white supremacists and nationalist white supremacists fighting against each other. When black people, sometimes we need to just sit in the middle and be quiet and learn. But um, uh, the they he said they really nasty people. You talking about the left? No, they it's the elites that are really nasty people who are running this. These big money people who are really nasty people. They used to be behind George W. Bush. Remember? Right, he's the neocon with all them wars and all that stuff coming through. They was George W. They worked behind her with the Republican Party for years. Now they're puppeteering the Democratic Party. Okay, because these elites, these uh, when you talk about um, when you talk, we're, we're going beyond politics. When you're talking about eugenics and New World Order and all that shit, this is way beyond politics, baby, okay? Donald Trump, that's why he's scared to answer some of them things Tucker's talking about, because he knows, damn, this is shit. The, uh, Tucker's right. They are, the next, she's like, the next rejection, nobody would ever ask him that, but that's the fact. The next thing is, if they can't get you, Donald, are they going to try to kill you? Because Donald Trump represents something different than both of those rules. Not that he ain't got his own shit he carried with him, but he... He isn't trying to be on those that globalist uh, globalist energy. He is a nationalist, which is, but with global with who does believe in some forms of globalism. Okay, so yeah, I got to y'all got to check out that interview. And I use Tucker Cross, and I some Tucker Cross Tucker on X, a fair use. Okay, but y'all need to check out that. Uh, whole interview, okay? Very fascinating, okay? Tucker Carson did a great job. Let me take a check out the one he did with Ice Cube, too, which is very interesting, too. All right. Um, let me see. Moving on here. Uh, what are we going to? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's time about these ticket prices for concerts because, they're, you know, I'm thinking that some of the, some, the celebrities, these entertainers, these concert people know something uh that we don't know because they are out here. It's so many out here announcing concerts. This week, the Fuji's, you know, the, you know, Tony, Tony, Tony's going on tour in the fall. And then you got the Fuji's going on tour too. The food, like the Fuji's after numerous failed attempts done to fucked around and, and got together. Okay. I don't know if it's a money grab and the inflation streets or maybe everybody say, shit, we, we need to get together and make Lauren's ass say, shit, maybe y'all do need to act right. Okay. <laughs> But whatever it is, it has sparked a bunch of concerts around the place. I mean, you got boat ride. I mean, boat ride trips happening and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Okay, but it says it's a money wise. It's talking about ticket prices. It says ticket prices are so outrageously outrageous. Nearly half of the concert goers say they would consider getting another job just to afford one. Four ways to take the sting out of seeing spring thing are swift. And it's an interesting article. They're saying, they're talking about in what the Wall Street Journal has dubbed the year of a $1,000 concert ticket. Diehard fans of all ages are doing whatever they can uh, to afford seeing their idols perform live. Now, listen, let me tell you something. I have great, I ain't going to lie to y'all. They do seats, okay? But I am paid like that because I know the deal, okay? But y'all got to know the deal. Y'all got to pay attention. Different cities offer different things. Different cities, like you go to, to see Beyonce, 
and uh, in Houston, uh, that's dumb, okay? Because <laughs> that's her hometown. It's probably going to be sad. She's going to remain high and shit like that. Or you go to maybe even Dallas. I don't know. Dallas might even be high. I don't know. But you go to a place like my hometown, well, other smaller places she went to, maybe she wasn't selling as well and stuff like that, place like that. Like she started, my hometown picked up really fast when tickets started getting cheaper and stuff like that. Y'all just got to know where to go. Like with Maxwell, when I when I was wanting to meet Maxwell and do the meet and greet, I said, shit, well, I need to pick out a little town for his ass, but I ain't paying a big man. You know, I ain't doing nothing ridiculous. <laughs> right? So I, picked, I, I knew uh, Little Rock wasn't that far from where I was, right? And uh, uh, I had a, a connecting Little Rock, a friend or whatever. And so I was just like, yeah, you know what? Let me do Little Rock. And me read West people there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dude, like, I like I ain't going to try to meet and greet Maxwell in D.C. when he having, like, five, six shows. <laughs> and they be selling out if you're in Atlanta. <laughs> Those are good markets for them, right? So you just got to know how to shop around in these markets where they go to, okay? Like, Maxwell is doing a lot of small, smaller places like Alabama and stuff like that. Those are probably good places to meet and greet. Gotta go. I'm trying to raise them up now. I'm trying to tell. But I'm just saying, those are, you know, that's, y'all just have to look at stuff like that. But it says, but these days buying consultations often means waiting long hours in online queues and bracing for potential website crashes before getting the chance to park over a significant chunk of your paycheck to get a good seat. Listen, even for Taylor Swift, I am telling y'all that sometimes a week before, uh, two days before the concert, I always check because they release tickets. I've told y'all that before, okay? Sometimes tickets are released for various reasons. Maybe uh, the, the artist has somebody, because the artist gets a certain, it used to be back in the day, the artist would get a certain amount of tickets they can use uh, for they get, for guests they have or somebody they got coming or something like that. And if the artist didn't use their tickets, the promoters released them, released them back into the system. Or tickets the promoters were holding for a reason for guests or radio stations or stuff like that. That happens a lot, and you can get them at a good thing. You just got to be paying attention, right? Uh, but it says, an April survey from Rank revealed that concert girls spend an average of $113 on a single concert ticket. That's true. I do. I spend more than that, okay? So I like to, sometimes I like to be a bit up close. Now, sometimes I send you a lot, I'll be, be in the back, you know, every now and then, you know, every now and then. But I, I'm a up close girl. I like up close. Like when I went to see Maxwell, he did up in the balcony one night. We have really good seats. It's still good. And then we did, uh, then, then, then next night, you know, of course, I was up in the face, right? <laughs> but I never loved, I never liked center our first row. Oh, my God, I hate that. I used to like that when I was younger. When I was younger, I I went to see Maxwell years ago. I remember the first time I saw Maxwell, we were in the front row, and I was like, my God, I hated the front row. I mean, I mean, I had been to, but I had been to a lot of concerts in the front row at the time. I used to love going to shows in the front row. But I guess the only time I have been, I've been in the front row, I've been like in the second row at a Maxwell concert, third row, fourth row. But I hate, I usually like the side and then a little snug corner. <laughs> like the second or third row. I just, but when I was younger, though, I remember going to that, and I remember, like, us being in front. Like, all my, I had all my girlfriends, and it was, like, seven of us, seven or eight of us, and we was in the, in the front for him. And I remember he came out, and we were like, oh, my 
God. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, if he looked at our face, he's probably like, damn, they they look at me like I'm a, like I'm a, a pie. A I don't like pie. So I know I really don't. I hate pie. People always say, Carlotta, you hate pie? I hate it. Everybody has tried to get me to say pie. I do not like pie. I don't like watermelon, okay? It is what it is. And people are like, you black and don't like no watermelon. So what was wrong with you? I don't. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't like the texture. I don't like texture of pie. But anyway. But he probably, he's sitting and he's looking at him like he's a chocolate chip cookie. Because we were. And I was like, damn, he's up in the front. You can see the lust on my face. It's really bad. <laughs> yeah, so I don't like to be, like, really, like, it's, it, and then plus it's kind of uncomfortable because they have that barricade here and you kind of mess with your legs and stuff like that. So I tend to like to third, fourth row or maybe over on the side, second, third row, or something like that. But you still, you know, you have to pay for them, okay? It says the U.S. dollar has lost, uh, uh, let me see. Let's say go back. That's the wrong one. With high inflation and warnings of potential potential economic downturn, downturn, overall spending from consumers has been slowing down. But fans aren't afraid to splurge when it comes to scoring concert tickets. Nearly four or five Americans say they are attending a concert this year, going to insta rank uh, rank even though though a vast majority of them, ninety one percent, think tickets are overpriced, and they. And three of five say tickets are harder to pay for this year. They are very overpriced. Beyonce should not be that much money. She just does not have that fan base. But listen, let me tell you what is helping them out, okay? Let me give y'all a secret. We'll go to these concerts when they're really expensive. I've said it on this show before. I've told y'all some of my some of my secrets, okay? Corner. After pay sizzle, stuff like that. People are paying for these concerts when they a thousand dollars. So you got a lot of people who get like the corner. If you bought a fifteen hundred dollar ticket, you can pay a four payment. Uh, it's real fast. You know, if you don't want to put it on your credit card and you just want to pay like you know four payments every time you get your check or something like that. There's a lot of people doing that. Okay, there's a lot of ways so that people people are getting little things and being able to do that kind of stuff. Okay. I'm telling y'all, that's a secret, a little bit of a secret. So that's the tea. Y'all already know that, though. A lot of y'all know that. Okay? That's why, okay? That's why. Everybody's become HSN and QVC. I remember years ago when I used to love shopping on QVC and HSN. I still do. I'm a QVC HSN person. But I remember I said, why isn't the world easy today? <laughs> Wow, this is great shit. Where they like it was like I didn't even pay no attention to Lailway no more. Like I, you know, and I'm an early. I like to early like do uh, like early Christmas shopping. I like to do my shit early, right? And so I was like, oh my god, because you spend less when you do early. When I when I shop late, it's the worst. Okay, I I hate that. But when you do stuff early, you can get you can get things more on sale, affordable. We get sometimes people more little gifts to unravel and stuff like that. This is just a secret to tell y'all, okay? And I, I, I got to give y'all my shopping secrets on how to get things affordable one day, okay? I may give y'all do a whole show because people have asked me that you get things, a lot of things affordable, okay? And you can do it early, okay? But, and there's a lot of, in Texas, Texas has great places to shop at that are very affordable, okay, that you can get some name brings out of it, you know, I, t- I have to tell you all the secrets later. But, listen, I mean, 
So one of the things when I found out about QVC and HSC, because they were seeing your shit, they seen your stuff, right? And you'd be like, you can pay on it. I love that. Like, you don't have to have the interest of the credit card. You just pay in your payments. Every, I thought that was genius. And I said, why is the, why is the world doing this? And then a few years later, it took them a long time to set tone. Now you got these stuff like Afterpay. They like credit cards, but they're not. You know, you can do financing with them or you can do something like So that's how a lot of people are in this high economy are affording these tickets sometimes. That's my personal opinion, okay? And that's, I've just known that a little bit. But it says, but with greater demand and limited supply, what was what was once a slurge seems to be turned into a stretch for many households. Tickets to see Beyonce and Bruce things. Bruce Springsteen on Twitch and set you back thousands of dollars. And that's assuming you're able to snatch up one as soon as they go on sale rather than having to contend with inflating prices on retail platforms like StubHub and Seatgeek. Fans are also up in arms about the hidden or adding fees. That always has been the Ticketmaster. never has not been. That come with buying tickets from vendors like Ticketmaster, which is currently facing a lawsuit from outraged fans over troubled story tickets for Eras tours. okay? Um, let me just say this. The secret is uh, that a lot of these, uh, I've already told y'all that one of the rumors about Beyonce is that the scalpers have been selling those tickets for cheap. And not only that, but the resale, the Ticketmaster and stuff has sometimes been cheaper. Now, with Beyonce, Beyonce has been doing a great marketing campaign here. Because uh, the rumors where she was struggling at first, and a lot of made, a lot of cities, some cities. And what I think Beyonce has done so well is uh, show entertainers going to her concert. Uh, she's shown pictures of people at her concerts. Everybody from uh, from uh, um, who is it? Ah, the the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, 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 there's a lot of celebrities in in, in Atlanta. Uh, uh, Gail and Oprah, Tyler Perry. All of that creates excitement and buzz around an artist, right? And people then start saying, oh, maybe I want to see, I want to be a part of this event. It seems like a pop culture event, right? Because people are seeing celebrities that I believe that other celebrities help participate. In New York, she had a lot of celebrities on deck there seeing it. She just recently had SWV at a concert. She had uh, 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 Max Hill one time. She had all these So I think it helps. That helps an artist when celebrities are showing up at these damn concerts. It helps to create sales and buzz among regular people because people feel like because they see the celebrities there, that's the place to be. I'm I'm in the room kicking it at the concert with, with the, 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 the elite, right? You know what I'm saying? The or the elite celebs, okay? So. Yeah, that's helped her sales a lot. Okay, so uh, but if you were in that time before they the celebrities start showing up, them tickets was running cheap. Okay, they was running cheap, right? And my, I remember my girlfriend said to me this week, she said, "Girl, I know you got good seats for that man. I said, "Yes, but I got in right, you know, at just, I got a good deal. <laughs> I got a good deal. I ain't paying nothing crazy. I'm crazy. I ain't paying nothing crazy. Listen, I got a great deal. Okay, but I'm just saying." You, 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 and Beyonce, listen, unless you want to be on the floor, like up close, like up that, that's not the tour to do that. Unless you're a real extreme Beehive member. I've been up to Beyonce's face several times at concerts, okay? The last couple of times, couple of tours that Beyonce had, I was up in her face, okay? 
Say, I ain't got to be up in your face no more. I don't see you. I know how you look. <laughs> and, but uh, to me, Beyonce, this particular stage and how I see the concert, because I looked at the unit and everything, I've seen y'all videos and stuff. This particular concert of Beyonce, in my personal opinion, is better not seen on the, on the floor. Either you should be further back on the floor or you should be up in the lower levels or mid-levels, even if you're up in the upper levels. But to me, if you're in the lower level, like, because this is a show, the way her stage is built, uh, this is a show definitely that you want to see that full thing. It, 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 it looks very theater-esque. And sometimes with uh, theater shows, you just don't want to be up close. This doesn't, unless you're just a true beehiver and you just want to be down there and see the sweat off her face and stuff like that. But in my personal opinion, the best tickets for this show, watching this show, is either further back on the floor, lower levels, and maybe club levels. Now, upper levels are good. You're in the house and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But, um, child, but, uh, but, if you, but you can get affordable tickets in the lower levels. Well, you could have. <laughs> before the celebrities start showing up and they start promoting it, okay? So, uh, yeah, that's just my – and you just check the cities. I mean, I don't know what city she has left because she's in Vegas. Somebody think Vegas is going to be expensive. Beyonce is going to do well in Vegas because people are in Vegas uh, 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 touring. I mean, during tour, you know, they're there for tourism. And so people will say, oh, Beyonce's here tonight? Oh, let me pay my money to Beyonce. So she'll be well in places like Vegas, in my personal opinion. Uh, that's the place I wouldn't probably go see Beyonce at. I mean, if I want affordable tickets. I don't know. They may have had a sale or something, like, you know. But, you know, just I'm just saying, look at the cities that she has left and maybe see what's affordable in that, you know, situation. There. Okay. Now, with white folks' tickets, like Taylor Swift and stuff, again, that's a different type of audience. White people move differently than us. No offense to white people as a whole, but y'all get excited off of hype. So y'all just sometimes like to be a part of, most all people like to be a part of pop culture, but white people really fall into that pop culture thing. Oh, I took my daughter to see Taylor Swift. We spent $10,000 for tickets. We spent $5,000 for tickets. You know, because, you know, it's more wealthy. Some, not all white people, but a lot of white people, some are in the middle class wealthy bracket, and that's going to be a talking point. Uh, and they they do really be selling out some shows hardcore because it's just a, a fan base with more money to spread around, tells you about the wealth gap in America, and should tell entertainers how important it is that your economic, your fan base is economically empowered. But, you know, so that's a part of it. So it may, it's a little different and a little harder to get those tickets, but you still can get them affordable, I can say. It's the same, it, the trick with people like Taylor Swift is, waiting closer to concert time, watching uh, right after a sale, a major sale that's happening, waiting maybe sometimes a few hours to 24 hours, because a lot of times what people don't understand is they just turn tickets back into the system if people haven't uh, had the credit cards in work or something like that. So those are real issues. So there's a lot of tricks of the trade that you don't have to be in on the queue and waiting in the queue and getting the high ticket and stuff like that, going to a scaffold, okay? Just my personal opinion, all right? Uh, but very interesting that they're talking about how the uh, concert ticket prices. But they're saying, uh, friends are, uh, while it may be the year of the $1,000 ticket, that doesn't mean your favorite star should impact your finances for years to come. 
Here's how to make it work without taking on another job. They got start saving early, choose the right credit card. Yeah, because some credit cards, let me tell y'all why y'all want to choose the right credit card, okay? Some credit cards have rewards and stuff like that, okay? If you get cash back and you get rewards and stuff like that, if you use them responsibly, you know what I'm saying, and you can get some, if you pay some really good money, you buy some tickets from your sister, you get the cash back for them some tickets, okay? And um, like I said, invest your spare change, rent your new uh, space. They're talking about what to do. I mean, my thing is that you can, and you can use things like corner, after pay, stuff like that. Who, uh, I think Ticketmaster works with corner um, and stuff like that. They may have some other ones they work with, maybe PayPal or something. But you can, you can, there are ways to get those tickets, okay, uh, without uh, breaking my bank right away and budgeting for this, right? Uh, <clears throat> next, let's see uh, what we want to talk about. Chad Kiki Palmer. Are we ready to talk about Chad Kiki that came back out here with y'all? Like, scam. <laughs> y'all think the Kiki don't scam, y'all? Everybody think the Kiki's good as the Kiki. Kiki get out here scamming. Well, I told y'all they was pushing Kiki Palmer. I don't think Kiki Palmer scams you with a boyfriend. I, I still don't know if her and her boyfriend are together or not. But here's the thing, okay, with Kiki Palmer, uh, my personal opinion, is that uh, I'm not surprised. Kiki Palmer does what uh, the average of women who are in relationships sometimes with their baby daddies do. They go back and forth for a long time with them. You know what I'm saying? Even if they know some things ain't going right, Okay. But here's it. It says, uh, this is from page six. It says, Kiki Palmer reunites with her partner in crime, Darius Jackson, to celebrate 30th birthday. It says, um, Kiki Palmer and Darius Jackson reunited nearly two months after he changed her. This is page6.com. Kiki Palmer and Aruba Day, Darius Jackson reunited on Instagram Live to celebrate actress's 30th birthday. On Saturday, uh, the fitness instructor took to enter the Instagram Live with some, he's a fitness instructor now, with the note. Star has they enjoyed some alcoholic beverage to come to commemorate her special day. And it could Palmer joke with Jackson about why he talks about Virgos, which is her astrological sign. Listen, people, please, I'm going to just say this, okay? You are your son's sign, okay? You are very much your son's sign, but you need to pull a truck. You're, you're more than your son's sign, okay? You are. You're more than your son's sign. Uh-huh. <laughs> my 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 mom's a Virgo, my brother's a Virgo, my best friend's a Virgo, my grandma's a Virgo. So it tells you why Kiki is in you. It says a lot about him too. What is he? I don't know what he said. But he is. He says uh he says before looking at the actress, my partner in crime's a Virgo. Palmer didn't thank Queen I for taking her out for on a birthday. Thank you. We got this uh, the audio some of them so yeah, y'all was off and on with that. Okay, uh and they run around here doing this boy swinging thing. Um, let's see if I got it. Uh, let me just say this about Kiki Palmer, too. And this is Kiki, you need a chart pool because you are a Virgo and you have a Virgo energy. Yeah, a chart pool because you can But Virgo, and I love this, but being a, one, of, one of my favorite astrologers to listen to besides Apollonia, is Rabina. Y'all check her out on YouTube. Oh my God, that girl's so dope. She's so bad. She she's one of my favorite astrologers. Okay, uh, um, let me see if I put her, pull her name up. 
Rabina Rastabab. It's R H D I N A H R S T A B A N. She has a great dark sided series for it. Uh, and just there's a lot of great dark sided series about uh, the uh, zodiac signs. Oh my God, the Scorpio one is so horrible. <laughs> when we dark, we dark. <laughs> but uh, Virgo dark. Oh my God. Virgo women, which I'm a Virgo moon. I'm a Virgo at 17 degrees. I'm, I'm, listen, and I have a lot of Virgo energy. Um, even my, I'm a Venus and Libra, but I'm on the cusp of Virgo, you know, Venus and being as Venus and Virgo, but I'm more of Venus and Libra. But I, so I have a lot of Virgo, Virgo like energy. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, which Virgo energy helps me do this show. Because Virgo energy, uh, uh, I have Geminian in the 8th, 11th house, but Virgo energy helps me in my critical analysis of, of different people, okay? Virgo gives me that look at people. You know what I'm saying? And Scorpio does too. Scorpio does the same thing, but in a deeper, introspective way. But Virgo also gives me that look, that mercurial look at, you know, Virgos like everything in perfection. You know what I'm saying? They come in that house. Virgos will see, cause, and, you know, people, Virgos get on people's nerves with that, but really they be trying to help, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but Virgos, you're known to be the helpers of the zodiac. Now you are. And that can be your dark side. It can also be a dark-sided trait to you, okay? Uh, Virgos will sometimes uh, really go out of their way. Like Virgos are the type of the dark-sided Virgo chick, not the, not the regular, the, the uh, not the Virgo chick who is got her stuff together and stuff, but everybody has some dark elements to their astrological side. But the dark side of Virgo chick will take care of a man. Like like they, I heard Romina say they'll work three jobs and take care of a man because they they think they're helpers. Even one of my favorite people who 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 I love who kind of told her story when she was on this show, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this. She came on this show and she told her very a very powerful story about her relationship, a relationship she had that landed her in deep trouble. And she talked about her uh, renewal and how, and I think that show helped a lot of women out here to, to stay out of trouble. But she's a Virgo, and I I bet when I talked to when I heard her in the interview. She really wanted to help. <laughs> that's what the Virgos, that's the Virgos Virgo, Even if it's dark sided, they will, Virgos will do things to help. I even do that sometimes. But like, I'm not going to help my man that. But my Scorpio and my Leo don't allow that. My Scorpio and Leo is like, baby, please. <laughs> but my, but my, my Virgo likes to help people, and it can sometimes get me in a little too much. You know what I'm saying? And my Virgo can be nitpicky and all that stuff, you know, and everything like that. Now, only person I feel like I'm being a sugar mama too out in the streets is Maxwell. Well, I'm Now, if Will I be taking care of someone? No. Now, he's regular dude on these streets trying to sleep on my couch. Oh, I'll be just a sleep turned off, right? You know what I'm saying? But Virgo sometimes see that has, you know what? I will help him. I will help him to become the person he needs to be. This is Kiki Palmer. How y'all just doing? See, the answer right here. That's why she's back. That's why she's sitting up having lunch and dinner. It's Kiki. That's Kiki. Kiki's a Virgo. And 
Kiki, he's out here. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know if what he, I don't know if he's, uh, uh, you know, if he's really working hard with the, uh, I heard he's a writer now, so fitness trainer and all that stuff. But listen, Virgos will let the dude be a stay-at-home dad. Now, now Virgos is that well. They'll realize after a little bit, they help you a little bit, then they'll start to realize. They won't like it. They'll, you better bounce up. Virgos will get mean. You know what I'm saying? If they realize you using they, you know, Virgos will check you. They might get crazy, okay? So what I'm saying, you know, and I love it because uh, Virgos can get have a temper, okay? She was talking about that. I was listening to Ravina do the dark side, the old dark side of Virgo one. She was talking about uh, a picture of a, of a, I thought it was a Scorpio, but she was, it was interesting. She said, no, one of the archetypes of, and, and, and I, she said, of Virgo, she said one of the great uh, the Virgo traits, uh, she said, looking at uh, the burning bed. I was like, shit, because I always be saying, if somebody beat me, I'm saying, yeah, I'm going to do the burning bed. Of and that's my Virgo moon. <laughs> She said, you know, that was extreme. But, you know, she, but that, yeah, Virgos, you can push them because they start, you push them too hard, they can't do wild stuff. So he, you know, he don't want to do no too much crazy with Kiki. Kiki should probably go out. But Kiki might be in a dark Virgo mood in terms of taking care of him. Or want, I'm not saying that's what's happening, but I'm saying that, that Virgo women can very much stay in situations that are not good for them uh, 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 and be with a, a guy who may be lesser than them or something like that often happens for Virgos, okay? Because Virgos are uh, kind of like that uh, helpful energy of the, of the Zodiac, even though they're critical and stuff like that. But they do those things because in their, they, they, a lot of times, most of the time, they want to help, even if it's dark-sided. So yeah, I that Kiki Palmer, you might see her with him for a minute. <laughs> it may take a lot for her to get out of there, right? I'm just saying, you know, it's like even with Scorpios with uh, certain dark sided things, like Scorpios in relationships. Uh, like I was like, she was talking about power. Like we love power. Scorpios love it, yeah. And so she was saying sometimes that that can be a lot on us. We we can stay in the relationship simply because we get fed on a power scale, like something like that. It's I mean it's it's very interesting the dark sided signs and how we relate to things or how we function, how our, our astrological sign can have um, can have uh, influence over us. I mean you know it's not an excuse to do what you do, but it can have an influence over you. Uh, to make decisions that sometimes are not good for you, depending on which your things are conjunct. I mean, how your you know your other uh, your signs conjunct your suns and moons and your uh, it's a whole lot to astrology. You know what I'm saying? Conjunct one another and stuff like that. And then it's also often I would also tell T.G. Palmer being a Virgo woman to pull uh, do a synastry. And do it with somebody who's straight up. Do it. Do a synergy with somebody like Apollonia or Ravina, because <laughs> they will tell you like, oh, child, you child. You know, a synergy is seeing how you and somebody will be compatible, how you will work together, and stuff like that. Okay, um, you know, I would I would tell people to definitely pull a synergy, even sometimes to see 
you know, where you can work on things with people and stuff like that, your partners and stuff like that. And somebody like Kiki Palmer in the situation she's in, I definitely tell her to pull a chart. And Virgo women have the tendency to um, nitpick themselves apart. I mean, you know, even Virgo moons, it can be uh, very, in, have these inner talks with ourselves that are not good because we're over perfectionists with ourselves and stuff like that. So when I told y'all I was going to talk about this a little bit tonight on the show, I'm, I, I, I sympathize with Virgos because I am a Virgo man. Okay, me and Beyonce are the opposite. Beyonce is a, 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 a Virgo sun and a Scorpio moon. She's a high Scorpio moon. She's actually more, to me, Beyonce is more Scorpio than she is Virgo. She's very, she's Virgo in the way she performs that how she how she, she she sees her performance and stuff like that, nitpick, because for Virgo gives you that perfectionism and stuff like that. But that highly seductive and quiet energy and stuff. When, like that song when she sings, because um, Virgos can be sexual too. Don't be wrong. Virgos can be freaks, okay? But uh, but when she sings that song, uh, Virgos, uh, Virgos do, Virgos do sound like Scorpio's rules. <laughs> But she's very she she that's because she doesn't understand her chart. She probably doesn't Beyonce you need to pull a full chart. You have Scorpio moon with a little a black little to Scorpio. Okay? You at twenty some degrees, I think like twenty one or something like that. Me, I'm a black little to Scorpio, but I cuss Sagittarius, okay? So that's how I can get some little to Sagittarius. <laughs> you know, because little to Sagittarius people be really like <laughs> Right, and uh, so because that's a custom or whatever, or they, you know, they like that black uh, little Scorpio or whatever energy, okay? So Beyonce has a lot of Scorpio moonism in her, and probably deals, and she might deal with that. That's why she might be emotionally dealing with stuff on that tour, but she's looking like she out of her, her eyes is out. Now, me, I'm a Scorpio sun with a Virgo moon. I'm very much so, very, very, I'm more, I have a lot of Libra traits too, though. I'm a black little Scorpio like Beyonce, and we're both Venus and Libra. And so that's a, so it's so it's a very interesting um, combination. Except for she has Mars and Leo, which explains all that performance, baby, all that performance energy. All right, so um, uh, very interesting. Okay, it's just so just Virgo women. Virgo women can take a lot. Beyonce too. Okay. Beyonce got she be showing some Virgo traits, okay? JP, she be showing some Virgo traits. And that that limit that video where she running around breaking the windows or something like that. <laughs> that lemonade song, they're very Virgo like. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, so you Virgo girls don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to tell y'all what's just a little bit truth about yourself. Please watch for Bina. The dark side of Virgo, okay? So see some to do yeah, you see dark some Virgos be carrying some stuff, okay? Uh I remember <laughs> I remember um uh, one of my sizes my Apollonia, I think it was Apollonia Virgo Virgos be fucking up they can fuck up their shit. They can Virgo women can fuck up their lives with that perfection. So you are so she's so right on that. I love her talks. I watch her sometimes now and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, it's just I mean that's very true. Virgo can make you do things very perfectionist wise and everything's great. It's a great time, but it also has its, its great uh, uh, other things too, things uh, that can be nitpicky and stuff like that. Okay. Um, next, what are we going to talk about? I think also we need to talk about a bit of 
So I'm not surprised with Kiki Palmer uh, with that, okay? Not surprised at that whatsoever. Speaking of another Virgo who just loves to just shake shit up in her household. <laughs> it's Virgo season. Let's talk about y'all Virgo. Jada, Jada, Jada. Jada is writing a new memoir. I am sure Will is quite excited about that. <laughs> I love you, Jada. But Jada, Jada, I know we're going to be shocked. I know we're going to be out here going, what? <laughs> I know. We're going to be reading going, yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, lots of Virgo energy in Jada Pinkett. I believe Jada you has a failure in the Virgo. But is that right? I'm not sure. Y'all astrologers out here tell me. Virgo energy to the hilt, Virgo, very involved with her, like her kids and all that stuff, you know, I, very, a lot of Virgo picking energy, Virgo, it's a lot of Virgo shit from Jada Pinkett. <laughs> all right, it says, it's been a big year for memoirs with highly, more highly anticipated reads still coming in 2023. This is from com. It says, uh, Jada Pinkett is best known for her role in fan favorites like Set Off, Girl Strip, A Different World, and Red Table Talk. Uh, now she's adding Arthur to her resume with her upcoming memoir, Worthy, which will provide a closer look into the actress like Beyonce. Yeah. Uh, you can now pre-order Worthy, which is set to release October 17, 2023. The memoir will begin with uh, Pinkett Smith's childhood and take readers on a journey to success. Oh, Jesus. What is Jada Pinkett Smith's book about? Pinkett Pink Smith's memoir worthy will address public controversies she's experienced while being in the spotlight around her marriage to Will Smith, her relationship with Tupac and more. It will also give insight into her tough childhood while growing up in Baltimore and being raised by a teen mom. Worthy is an ode to self-love. Pinkett Smith is finally telling her story and bearing her authentic self while encouraging others to do the same. I'm like, Virgo, is it really time for this shit? I mean, you just set it off a few years ago. Your hair growing back. You looking like you, you, you at peace. <laughs> Did you wait another couple of years for this shit to come out? Because you know, we know how people respond to you. <laughs> and I actually think Jada gets blamed for more than what she should get blamed, what she should get get blamed for. But I'm just wondering, like, Virgo, is this it? Is this the right time to be doing this? Is it real okay with this? It's real, Mom. Real, are you ready? Because that's just going to say it. That Virgo going to tell it off. You should see. Jada, I can't wait. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to see hear your story, okay? I'm ready to talk about Tyrese. God. Uh, Tyrese gives me time again. Jeez, you know, I got to see. Yeah, watch my time. Okay. Y'all, Tyrese is back out in the street. You know, he bought his girl a car this week, Okay. You know, the girl, he bought the girl, he called the girlfriend. Um, he said, girlfriend, he didn't want to for three years, but the whole three years, he's been talking to Bassam Hanson. 
he had little, it was cute. He had little puppies on the car. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, girl, I don't know if I take no gifts from him. I'll be like, no. Because, <laughs> child, girl, he might be asking me back. I bet it's in his name. Or uh, is it, or, uh, or, uh, or is he in, uh, or, uh, or, uh, or, uh, uh, yeah, he was like an Indian giver, like, out of the street. But listen to him, Charlie. So. <laughs> Okay, is this the one where he had gave the girl to her? Okay. He, okay, he said, "Has I'm screaming happy birthday to you. Oh, she's a Virgo. She's a Virgo? Okay. Happy birthday doesn't mean quite to me. me. And he's got Virgo in his chart. That's why he acts somewhat like a Virgo to me. And you both met uh, met me at one of the most fragile and uncertain moments of our lives. Both of us fresh out of relationships that we were both five years, both having living partners that we shared our lives with, both having girls that were raising, both that were raising, both out here trying to figure out who was to, who and what, to connect to. Right now, let me just say this about her. So she was with somebody else when she got with Tyrese, I think. I think, wasn't that? Because when they arguing or something like that online or something, allegedly, I don't know, just something like that. <laughs> he said they were most fresh out of relationship. I'm like, yeah, you got that out of relationship. <laughs> but he got, what did he give her? What did he give her for this gift? What's this for a car? This car is a Range Rover? A Land Rover? What is that? I can't see what it is. I don't know. It looks nice, whatever it is, okay? But he got her a nice little car. And listen, with the way he acting about Samantha, the way he's acting, <laughs> I don't know if I take you shit. I mean, just just keep the car. Listen, this is I this is to work too hard. <laughs> this I do too much. Let's 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 slow it down because I I need you to get over your ex, okay? But uh, he got her. Uh, oh, she's a Leo. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Leo's and caps. I don't know. I have to see the whole chart. Uh, Tyrese. And Tyrese is so funny because he gets mad at women because they, because he's, Leo is definitely going to be coming up, okay? She's a Leo, Tyrese. She likes the sun. She's coming up. She's She likes your cap. She's come up. <laughs> Tyrese has a thing about this, these women. And he made a song for Samantha this week, and he put on here like a whole dissertation for why he wrote this song, Don't Think You Ever Love Me Remix. Tyrese featuring Lenny Kravitz and Leandra Johnson. Oh, Jesus. Lenny, Lenny, just let him get you in on this mess, Lenny. Lenny, you should know better. Jim and I, come on. You let him get you in on this. <laughs> oh, poor Samantha. Samantha, like, Jesus. <laughs> Samantha, I give him back all his shit right in front of me. I'm like, you can have 
all your shit back. Matter of fact, I'd I be so mad. I'd be like, you have all, I don't even want, you. I mean, he still, but I know he's the type, he'd probably still find something on you because Tyrese was arguing with the first woman. We got a pattern. He was arguing with the first wife, Norma, about child custody. He Remember, we get the famous meme, oh, what do you want from me? Remember? Because he was upset with her, and he was arguing with child support, all that stuff, I think, with Norma. Now here he is with Samantha. And Samantha really doesn't get him in because he's making songs and shit. It's just wow. It's, it's wow. <laughs> oh, Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. It's a lot. It's a fucking lot. <laughs> oh, Lord. Should we listen to the song? This is where's the song at? Because I got it up. I don't know. But maybe I didn't put it up. Oh, there it is. Okay, so he had a whole dissertation before the song, I think. No, I wouldn't give him a shit. I just say, make sure the money is put up into a thing. I take out money for gas and lights and every month and stuff because for the things she needs, because she's staying in my house, gas, lights, watches, and, and shit. But other than that, most of that money, and I'd have a clear thing about what it's going to, because Samantha makes good money, they say. They say um, allegedly Samantha is like some sort of therapist or something, makes over a hundred some thousand dollars a year. That's okay. It's not Tyrese money. But, uh, you know, um, I would make sure that that money's put up for her. And anything I got out of that fund, I'd make sure he get a, a, a account every month with his punk ass about what she getting. I couldn't take no shit. I'd work three motherfucking jobs before I put up with your bullshit. That's how I would be. You know, I'm dad. That's my Scorpio. My Scorpio would be like, I spoke month. Three jobs. <laughs> <laughs> but you harass. But she knows what, what Samantha knows probably is that he was he's going to harass her either way because he's still in love. He's mad about how she left. He mad about how the things went down. He man, he he trying to make it about money. But Tyrese, I really don't think he got a lot of things going on. If it's about money, then the question becomes: Is what is the deal here? Why do you keep picking these type of women? You know, but yeah, I would not. I just let's see. Do we got the fan where he talks? <laughs> Hey, honey, what I I tell you, when I tell you, it's going to put it back on. (laughs) 
this is a waste of energy, Tyrese, because you're a great performer, you're a great you're a great singer, you're a good actor. Why you're wasting your time arguing and fighting this situation is beyond me and you buying bitches Range Rovers and shit and you on the line looking like I, I mean, and then you're trying to say, you, dude, you really, it's getting kind of crazy. And I know women sometimes do take, and men too take advantage of child support. We're going to talk and get a moment about Holly Berry up in the street. But, I mean, this is crazy. Like, pay your shit and go do some movies and shit. Start singing. Get your music shit right. Quit talking about this Scorpio. Scorpios, listen, Tyrese, you better go pull a chart. Scorpios come with karma. Okay, let me just tell you, she's Scorpio over there. Play your cards safely. I know you a cat when the gods of the zodiac, but you know that finger's hard to fuck with. It's what I'm telling you, Tyrese, is just calm down. If she was that way, it'll come out in life, okay? But you work towards your fucking goals. Start singing. Get an album. And no, not an album while you singing about her like a bitch. And you got a girlfriend you've been with for three years. I'd be pissed off. I'd be like, what the fuck are you singing about her for and shit like this? What the fuck is wrong with you? I wouldn't even want to be him. I know she after his shit. Saying, I'd be like, yeah, I'm tired of you whining about her ass. Say, so, you know, it's real. No, that's a, that's wild. I remember I was with a dude went in college one time, and him and his, his ex kept arguing. I'd be like, what the fuck? And I finally said to myself, I said, no, nah, y'all like each other. And he's like, no, nah, I don't like that. Be going to get nothing done. I said, yes, you get too much fucking energy, guys. I'm out. I, said, I saw that argument. I said, there's no way you can't not like that woman still. You argue with this mother every fucking week, every fucking day. What is, what, and that chick over there, she knows. She knows. She don't even care because she's collecting that rings. She knows. She's like, this bitch is on the rebound. I'm about to use it. <laughs> this is how we, that's how you get these chicks because you're not healing. Okay? You're not healing from them. Okay? Because obviously you're not healed from Samantha. You're making a whole anthem about her and child support. And you suing Home Depot. You all over the damn place. He was first asking the people to come out here against his judge for talking about Samantha. Now you see the judge was on saying the child support. You just all over the place. When you should just be concentrating on your damn career, getting them checks in. Fast and Furious shit, it's about to run out. Okay, so you getting the new movies on the horizon, new music out here, Tyrese. Not music about Samantha, like that we can see is obvious. Just producing a great album and get the get the hate out of her. Be a man and just say, all right, shit, this is what it is. It might not be right, but I'm a man. I'm going to pay this shit. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm going to quit complaining about it, quit releasing my energy to the shit. I'm going to do, I got a new girl. I got a new woman on my side. Let me go on with life. But not this, not topic. Every week is something. And that's because you're still in love. And girl, the other girl, Zelly, you still in love. 
Okay, I know you probably know. You don't probably give a shit. You probably like shit. You said Paul Walker was your type anyway. So you probably don't give a shit. You probably like over there like, I'm just over here collecting girl shit. I understand what he is. Because he was going out from Azalea one time. Remember when he and Azalea broke up? And he was saying something about uh, somebody was a snake and all that. So I don't know what the devil was eating. And he got back with her. See, she already know what's going to come. You know what's going to come when you break up, okay? So I'm just saying, Tyrese, instead, you know, listen. Instead, enjoy the, the thing. You got a career that you can pick up easily, get stuff done. You can do a couple of concert shows out here and make that fucking money for cement and give her a check. You know, like, more you trying to be on some Marvin Gaye shit, but you ain't slick enough for Marvin Gaye. Like, Marvin Gaye was just like, here, here was it here to, to, to you, my dear, or whatever the name of the album? He didn't say shit, nothing. He just released the album and gave her the proceeds from the album. Quit being a bitch. Don't fuck up your career being a bitch like this. It's really ridiculous. I'm so sick. He just is. Because people already think Tyrese is kind of crazy. Now, people don't see Tyrese laughing at Tyrese. Now, this is going to be a baby daddy anthem for baby daddies out here who are very angry. But, man, let me just tell you something. If you can't change it in court, quit complaining. That's a lot of energy. Same thing with women. It's a lot of energy going to shit you. You ain't able to do nothing about you can keep, keep quietly fighting it, but to get out here and complain out of town, you sound weak, you sound angry. It's probably making you more mad. You're looking like more of a bitch to people. You're like, this nigga, this nigga was always on the line arguing. Samantha over there just quiet, talking about Jesus and, 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 and relationships. <laughs> Samantha, you bow. Samantha, talk to y'all. I see you. But she says, Smith over there playing, giving you cold, scrappy in winter, and you can't stand it. Now, Samantha, I'd make him even more mad. I'd be vexing his ass real bad because I'd be like, you know, hate your shit. <laughs> hey, I'd be mad. I'd be hot. I'd be like, no, I wouldn't give him shit back, but I'd put it in an account. And I'd every day, every, every, if he want to get cute, every week I'd probably read online. This is what we spent this week, Tyrese. The receipts have come to your house, <laughs> and the rest is going in your daughter's fund for her future. Anything your bitch ass wants to say, you can talk to my lord. But see, you know that that might be my Virgo and Leo coming. Out. Her Scorpio shit. She's a Scorpio. She on that sneak shit. She going straight to the court. Look at him harassing me. You better quit doing harassing her, Tyree. She gonna be putting you on court. She gonna be having you on harassment charges pretty soon. Okay, get calm down. She's a sneak Scorpio. I get my Leo energy. My fire come out. I'm yeah, you're getting upset. I'm at what the hell is you? You you done did enough. <laughs> I worked three jobs while I took shit from you. All that harassment you doing, but uh, but I know what Samantha knows. She knows that even if she works three jobs, you gonna find some other way to harass. Tyrese is the type of dude that would probably be at her house nitpicking what's in the house. Now you ain't got my daughter living right. See now she didn't get, she wasn't getting no money. My daughter's not living in the best. My daughter should be the best. My daughter was. I used to have a friend who had a baby daddy like that. When he couldn't, he couldn't put her on it. You know she lived less than his child support and all that stuff. He couldn't fuck with her that way. Then he start coming over to nitpick every shit. It's a just, is this the dresser? She got my child's clothes Is this what my child is wearing these shoes? <laughs> he just got to find shit because he was mad. Because he couldn't have her. 
It had nothing to do with uh, 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 being mad about child support. No, she cut she cut down the child support. Then he still was coming. Then he started coming nitpicking. Well, you need, if you need more money, that's all you need to say. You know, that's a season. She cut it. But first she was complaining about the money. Then when she cut it down, then he was coming through. Well, my daughter needs to be wearing the best. No, it wasn't nothing like none of that. That's what Tyrese would be, in my personal opinion, okay? Tyrese, stop. You got a hell of a career out here. Get your shit together. Calm down, okay? That's like, this is like Melanie Hope. And, 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 and what I say is, what's the name? Uh, 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 Martel. Martel cannot leave Melanie alone. He can't believe Melanie left his ass for four kids. He's so mad. He, he didn't think Melanie would leave his ass. But Melanie, Melanie that Scorpio set that shit up. You can't underestimate Scorpio, okay? That Scorpio set that shit up. That Scorpio that going on that reality show, she branded herself as the most famous chick on that Scorpio show, got a brand going and everything. She knew Martel because Scorpio's got that good instinct about you. So Scorpio's like, she didn't want Martell. Listen, Martell, she was hoping you wouldn't fuck up, but she probably knew you was going to fuck up on a reality show. She didn't want you to, but she knew she was going to get you. There's no reason for us to go on a reality show. Look at Melanie now. Melanie B is like a supporting cast on the, on the, on the, on, on, uh, 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 the, what's that, the Alabama, country Alabama. And she's getting quiet now. Why? Because the job is done. <laughs> Scorpio's going on a reality show. No, she has something to get done. Okay, that's like Chris Jenner. That's something he needed to do. Melly went on there, and as soon as Martell started showing him that, Martell got that other baby. Melly was like, "Okay, it's time." And Melly started cutting his hair. He didn't know. He thought Melly wasn't gonna go nowhere with them folks either. Melly is gone. <laughs> And he can't help it. He's a Capricorn lost. He's a, he's mad. But he got he run around there except for Tyrese is a little bit more too because I think he had some Virgo in. But oh, Martell's like oh, Martell big. Martell can't say he he's still harassing him. Trying to talk about I'm trying to manifest a relationship. He's still in love with Mel. Mel like man, this is over. <laughs> Tyrese, Tyrese, Tyrese. She cannot be around here to me like Martell Holt. You got to get your mind together. It's sad to see you out here going out in flames like this. And you got a woman. You got a woman. Tell her you still in love with that lady, okay? He's over here making songs and crying on the Internet about child support. Shit. And when two people like that argue with each other, no, they still like each other. I mean, well, I don't know about her, but he still likes her. I said, I remember with that dude I was there. I said, nah, son, you still, y'all still got a thing. All this argument, nah, no, no, what do you mean? I ain't trying to be in no argument. I said, yes, you are. The argument energy shows me you still like her. You still not going to be with her and argue it up. Just don't put me in this shit. Oh, I was like, no, no. I remember one day I had, I was in, I was, I was in college. I was in college and I was in the cafeteria and she comes in to me and she's like, I just want to tell you, he gave me this, this coat. It was beautiful. Oh my God. It was, a, it was like a, it was a beautiful coat. <laughs> she was upset about it. Okay. 
And she came in, she was like, oh, I just want to tell you what he's been such and such and such. I was like, you know what? I'm not really got time. Y'all, I mean, you and him, you need to argue about this. And so I say to him, hey, you need to come over here. You need to deal with this. And he was like, I ain't arguing. He came over here and he started arguing and stuff like that with her. They just arguing in front of me and stuff like that. I get up. I grab my coat. I grab my stuff. They are. They both arguing and stuff like that. And I start walking away. He said, oh, so you want to walk away? I right, fuck both of you tricks. I said, that's the end for you. I took off that coat and I said, you meet me over there. And I handed him this nice little coat. I said, take your shit and go, bitch. Ain't no way you going. You got the wrong one up in here. Okay. You, because he's mad because I was walking away. So, fool, these fools are like it. What does I look like? What does I look like? It's clear that y'all got some sort of thing on here. Jelly, a girl with Tyrese. It's clear that Tyrese got some sort of thing. I don't think Samantha got the thing, but it's clear that Tyrese got some healing with it. Okay? It's clear. And you, it's clear that you, if you keep in this role with him and he's not healthy, Girl, he gonna take that right, that car back and everything when he and he gonna be you gonna be the new target. <laughs> oh Lord, sometimes you girls gotta see ahead of time. Y'all got to see game, peak game, peak game. Okay, sorry Tyrese, but you just acting crazy. Hey, this is crazy. So I need to talk about boots. Let's talk about Hollywood before I talk about spending the last thirteen minutes. Speaking of child support. Poor Holly Berry. I mean, you know, now the new man, the new white man is taking child support, okay? Uh, like, because, you know, she didn't have – Holly Berry is an interesting case to me because she was with David Justice, right, who had banks, right? And then she went on to be with uh, – afterwards, Eric Bernays, who didn't have as much bank. He was out here doing the R&B streets, doing the best he could, right? And then she went on down to these dudes, these white guys. It, it seemed like it started happening after Dorothy Dandridge. No, because remember, if y'all remember that article in Ebony, I mean, I remember as the essence or Ebony where she was talking about how she went upstairs and she felt Dorothy's spirit in there or something moving around, something in a dress or something. It was something she said weird. And I said, oh, shit, I hope that shit didn't jump into you because ever since you done did that movie, you've been out here moving like Dorothy. Not Dorothy with auto primager, Dorothy after auto primager. Yeah. <laughs> Read the history. And y'all, y'all, Holly Berry is like Dorothy as she had lived longer. How old was Dorothy when she died? Dorothy 50 something? Let me see where it was. Maybe. And I'm like, Holly Berry, I know you could have got dudes out there in the streets as beautiful as you was. Let me see. How old was she? She's in her 40s or something, I think. She's like 40, uh, was she 43, 44? I don't know where she was. I think she was maybe in her 40s. Tragic. I mean, pain, uh, like lots of white men, but, you know, towards the she was married to a black guy who wasn't there, right? Then she was married to a. Uh, then she was married to the white guy. I mean, the one white guy who took her out of our money allegedly. You all have to read stories, okay? But since Haley Berry's divorce settlement from Oliver Martinez has been finalized after almost eight years, and she's been fighting this motherfucker eight years. <laughs> the pair who who are co-parents 
co-parents of Sub Maceo sell the divorce of custody agreement according to documents obtained by people. Part of the ruling is uh, indicated that in, uh, uh, indicated that two will share joint legal custody with Barry agreeing to pay Martinez eight thousand dollars a month in child support. She will also pay him four point three percent of any income she receives above two million in additional support. My God. Barry also showed her one of the um, uh, showed her the cost of her son's private school tuition, uniforms, and school supplies, as well as any extracurricular activities. She agreed to pay Martinez back for any of these costs uh, in the 2023-24 school year. The Oscar winner and actor initially filed for divorce in October 2015 after two years of marriage. At the time, the pair released a statement. Listen, let me just say, <laughs> and then the rumors was Oliver Martinez was out in beef. Street. Okay, that's not what they say. He's out. He's heavy. Allegedly. Now, she damn near allegedly. This is allegedly. The rumors was when Eric Benet allegedly, allegedly, some people were saying he was trying to get South Africa. She had agreed to adopt that little girl, India, but she's a grown woman now. But he had cheated. And he, she would fight him like a dog in the street to give him any money. And he just pulled back. Eric May said, damn, I ain't going to go for that. I'm just letting him. I'm going to be a man pull, pull out this shit. That was allegedly the the, the, the thing. Okay. But these child, Eric, look at her now. <laughs> she dashing out that cash. She, she wasn't even married to the model. She giving him just twenty. She was just giving him twenty thousand dollars a month. They just running her ass. You know, black women. I want to say this, okay? Because a lot of y'all saying white men is financially better, and it's no just to white men because there's some great white males out there, okay? Don't take this personal. But sometimes y'all be thinking white better, okay? Look at Holly Berry. Paying all this child support. And Holly Berry is one of the most beautiful women in the world. Even at damn near 60 almost. Still gorgeous. Out here running around with down here in hell, dude. Me and Hunt. Me and Hunt. Here for the rest of One of the most beautiful, and at her prime, still beautiful. Jeez. I know Holly could have got her. What in the hell? How did you end up with these two? Just one taken. One was a racist, allegedly. Allegedly. They were saying, I remember Holly Gray was writing, talking about he was saying racist stuff to her. How did you have a baby with him and then the Playboy, allegedly? And they both take a And at one time, Holly Berry could have had any black man she wanted. I can't. She said, well, I dated black men. No. You dated Eric Benet, David Justice. David was, I'm not saying, Eric was not established enough. David was, but we know what was I was hearing that in those streets. David was a whole back in the day, okay? 
allegedly. But then afterwards, Haley just could not come up. Holly, she could not come up. Holly did not come up. She, man, she could. People, you know what happened? I think people started pulling the reputation started with the with the upscale black men and Hollywood, and even the white men in Hollywood. There, what y'all call them? What what Kevin? What Kevin Samuels used to say? High value. It was all like she crazy. She beautiful. What she say? She is Is that what was going on in Hollywood? Because I don't understand how you got these two busts up. One you had to fight eight years in court, and one you wasn't even married to, and you paying this man child support. Both of them had child support. Well, one of them, your other one's almost grown. And your other was about four more years ago before you quit paying child support. Lord, what do you say? No wonder this girl ain't been out here doing, she was out here doing 911 movies and Talking about zapping a chick's energy. Ooh, them men did. Child, and at one time they said she was dating with Mike. Was she dating Michael Eagles? I think the guys got. Oh, Lord, I can't deal with it. I just hope Van Hunt and you have some form of happiness in the world. You like an R&B star. Christopher Williams at one time. Shit. Eric Benet, and now Ben Hunt. You was, was he at my man's car at one time? Yes, he was. My, my baby, Maxwell. Yes, she was. <laughs> she looking, she hunting the... <laughs> Listen, I love Holly Berry. Well, Holly Berry got issues. Okay, what is going on with we paying child support at Holly Berry twice? All the white males you probably had access to, and you, all the black men you had access to, all the men, period, in the world, and you get these two jokers. Oh, Lord. Considered one of the most gorgeous women on the planet to this day. Madness, it's crazy. Cute ain't everything. Being pretty ain't everything. I remember when my uh, my mom's ex boyfriend told me pretty women are the craziest. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I mean, hey, I didn't see those yet. I said, hey, I ain't saying you crazy. I'm just saying, I mean, you know, have I would love to hear her memoir and how she sees. She she's on the memoir. Has Holly Berry had a memoir yet? I just would love to see how she sees the dynamic of race and love and relationships. Because, you know, she had a really hard time with her own father in life. And I thought it, it changed the way she saw black males. But it's interesting how in this situation, these situations, her last two mar- her last marriage has been a white male and the other and a, another white male she had a relationship with and they both have like given her a hard time with child support and everything other just very interesting to me. I mean, I saw I think you just gonna end it with this story tonight with Holly Berry and just think on these things. <laughs> ben Hunt, I'm glad you, you hopefully there's healing. <laughs> I don't know. Listen. 
I got to have a part two because I ain't finished telling y'all stories. I got other stories I'm supposed to be talking to y'all about. Dang, and I went in on my rent, and I didn't have time for my stories. But listen, we've come to the end of the show. Child, that was a lot with Holly Berry and Teresa back to back, child, okay? I got to go rest, okay? (laughs) You guys, thank you for joining me like you do every week on the show. Thank you for joining me late night and listen to me go off and read about the latest in pop culture. Remember, you can hit me up. Well, I'll say that afterwards, okay? You guys, I want you to have a wonderful night. I will catch you sometime this week with a second part, and we'll get get to some of these other stories I got to talk about out here. But meanwhile, we're going to go out with, uh, what are we going to go out with? I don't know. Oh, yeah, never give you up. It's the CC Show. I'm out. I'll see y'all. Have a good one. Rocky up to beat, guys. See y'all. She's so sexy The way she talks The way she walks It really drives me of my voice you are listening to the archive show you guys thank you so much for hanging out with me like you do every week listen to um, me rant and rave about my latest pop culture or news events and stuff like that listen i'm gonna tell y'all i don't know it all i don't it's just my opinion um and you know i i love it when some of you guys write me and challenge me and tell me things you know some things uh some different things and stuff like that i appreciate that uh 
listen, I, I just this is this is a show where I just give my thoughts and my opinion, and y'all just listen to it, and I appreciate it. And some of y'all get chuckles and laughs or whatever, and some of y'all learn stuff or whatever. So I appreciate the love, okay? <clears throat> and remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page, and you can DM me there if you have uh, questions or anything about the show. You can also hit me up on Carly's, uh, uh, Carly's underscore galaxy on Instagram. That's Carly with the S underscore galaxy on Instagram. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Carlotta72. Uh, well, not Twitter. God, X. Y'all know what I mean. At uh, uh, Chat C Chatwood Show and Carlotta seventy two. Okay, those are the two on Twitter. And you know, I tell you, I got TikTok and I got the other thing. Y'all just like look at the chat. I don't know what it is. Okay, and that at stuff. Okay, you can you actually if you go to Instagram, there's a little thing you can hit for the at the whatever that <laughs> threads. <laughs> threads. Okay, so y'all can hit me up on threads too. Okay, just hit the little thing on Instagram and take me directly to threads. All right, when I do post something on threads. Again, I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all have a wonderful week. Okay, have a great week. All right, I'm out. We're gonna leave out with what we gonna leave out with y'all. Uh, let's leave out with off Maxwell. Okay, I'll see y'all. Y'all have a good night. Come through.